It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. We are live from the showroom here at Mohawk Honda, and uh, it is it's a beautiful day outside. It's a beautiful day inside. They're doing some uh, some renovating here. I, I did not know we were walking to renovations, but they've got everything laid out nice for you. Uh, over 250 vehicles on the lot. Found that out earlier today. I was doing a lot walk. Uh, you weren't here, guys. Um, you were doing a lot walk without me? I did a lot walk what without happened? you because you, I don't know where you were. I had, you know, Nate was, was like, hey, you want to do a lot walk? I was like, yeah, I love looking at the toys and seeing what's out here. And uh, you, I don't know where you were. We were working. We were out here selling these cars. That's what we do, you know. <laughs> the ladies came. They set up all the all the stuff. You again, nowhere to be found. I don't know where you were. I apologize. I'm sure it was yeah. a great time. I was here about a week and a half ago, sitting in these chairs that are sitting in front of us, getting a some service done. Thanks to John and service. I was saw John. John said hi to me. You weren't here. I was watching Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was on. You weren't here. I was watching that. I was <laughs> glad you had a great time. I feel no. like we're a little tighter than usual, Levesque. I kind of like it, though, a little bit. Everybody we have a, Is that a fat joke? That's not what, that's not wow. what that was. Wow. We have an audience here that's yeah. usually kind of spread out a little they bit. Have, they have no choice. They're stuck in front of us. They have nowhere to go. Uh, yeah, no, doing some renovations is going to be a, a bigger, better, bolder, I don't know, more, more, more mohawky, I believe is, is the term that I've just started. <laughs> Um, we so, should, so we come check it out there. Like, it's still, it's funny. They're they're in construction phase, and it's nicer than most of the places I go to. Just saying. Yeah, it's beautiful. I also, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was, but I'm gonna keep doing it. It was probably better because right when we started talking, all of a sudden everyone started going on their phones and be like, "All right, those two have finally started talking." <laughs> Back to that Steve Harvey video I was watching. Yeah. Now. Steve Harvey is the, is, is the way to go, I, I suppose. Uh, all right, so we're here. Come on by. We'll be here 3 to 5. I got some of the little Levac and Gaz. They're the perfect for the back of your computer stickers. That's right. I got those made up because I'm a good guy. You weren't there. Um, that's going to be the name of the show, Levac, and you weren't there. Um, it's, it's so much fun. Gaz pretends he has other jobs to do. It's like I literally have three jobs. But, you know, I'm always here. Here I am. That's what I, I do. I sat down I next make time for you, Gaz. I sat down next to you. I started complaining. You're like, enough out of that. We have right. a show to do. Like, I, right. I thought I could talk, you know. Like, some people would call this married or work setting. Why do I feel like I keep just going like this to you? I don't know. I don't know. Nick and I don't know. I'm trying not to notice you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, you would. I guess you're my work wife. I don't know. I would assume my my real life wife wouldn't be able to cook and would have hairy shoulders. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so so let's uh, let's get to it. So uh, zero. And 151. So zero times 151 chances in the NBA Finals or the NBA Playoffs. That is, the Eastern Conference Finals. Team goes down 0-3 and they do not win at all. They pushed the seven. Boston did, but they did not look good. 103-84 loss to the Heat. It was it was pretty much over from the rip. It felt like as soon as Jason Tatum stepped on um, uh, Gabe Vincent's ankle or his foot and tweaked his ankle in the first possession, it was over. And I think this is, I really think this is actually Gabe Vincent's fault. Why is that? Because he had green sneakers on. You're not going to be able to see those in the paint at, at TD Garden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, there was camouflage. Poor Jason Tatum thinks he's stepping down on the, on, the, on the paint. No, he's on a dude's foot. It was, it was camo. The nice looking sneakers, though. Very, like, bright green. I like them. I think more people should have it as an excuse. And I didn't realize they were different colors. I thought it was right. the same one. I didn't stop. Well, for right. all we know, he's colorblind. All those greens look exactly the same. We don't know. Um, yeah, no, it was that was that was a tough break, but it didn't. It felt like the Heat team that we've been expecting to see for the last three games finally showed up. They weren't going to be denied. Uh, Jimmy Butler gets MVP of the series. 
but I mean, you just look at the way this this entire Heat team played, and it was different. They they were not going to be denied, and as good as they were, as as good as they played, um, the Celtics were just not good. The Celtics were a, were a bit of an issue. Um, I do want to say that uh, Caleb Martin has made him. I mean, he is the first undrafted NBA player since John Starks to do the things he's doing in in the in the NBA playoffs. So that's pretty good. So you got the first eight seed to make the finals since the '99 Knicks. You got Caleb Martin doing things that John Starks did when he was with the Knicks. So I may have to root for the Heat just because of all the Knicks just back and forth. Ooh, okay. So and of course. The big underdog going to the finals, too, if you're looking for that underdog story. That's what Miami is in this. Uh, Back to the Martin thing first. His story, remarkable, right? Like a transfer, then goes to another school, then he was a twin before all of that, but still a twin (laughs) from birth. But his journey to the NBA. I heard he wasn't even his parents' favorite. I heard they liked his brother better. He actually transferred to the school, found out he was a twin there. Remarkably, his twin brother was on the same team as him. What? It's a Disney movie on the way. But he's bounced around from the G League to getting cut by teams, 10-day contracts, and more. And here he is as an impact player, now the team that won the Eastern Conference. Amazing. You mentioned the Knicks there about 1999, and that squad is an AC getting there. It is important. Nick fan, I know this is a day where you can brag about first time since this team. That was a lockout season. So that's going to sound like, oh, like, what are you trying to undercut the Knicks there? No, no, no. Like, the quality of roster and how good that team was probably was better than an eighth seed. They were probably maybe closer to a five or six. They knock out Miami, that legendary series, right, with, like, the brawl in the stands. I always think about P.J. Brown with that. So that Knicks team is better than an eighth seed. It's weird to undercut the 2023 Heat team again here when I say this could be the worst team that's ever played in the NBA Finals. <laughs> that can't be true. <laughs> Why not? That can't be true. They, I mean, their injuries and all that stuff. Is it, aren't we at a point now where if Jimmy Butler's on a team, you just kind of believe? Like, he's just going to do something. I mean, that's what he did. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I feel like the, the spread is real. Like the, what is it, minus 360, the Nuggets? Minus, to win the series? Yeah, so so you had about 360 bucks to win 100 on the Nuggets to win the series. I feel like that's fair. I really, really do. But you, I think the Heat will give them a couple, like, games at least. They won't maybe – I don't know if they're – they ain't going seven, but it, they'll give them a couple games. And for perspective, I believe they're actually a smaller favorite than what Boston was against Miami in the Eastern Conference yeah. Finals, which is remarkable to think about. That. And, again, injuries played a big factor in that and what type of lineup we were going to see out of the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. But they win it. And, and back to Jimmy Butler, you said there. The confidence in Jimmy Butler – it was very hockey-like, and I know the Vegas Golden Knights did this this week as well, actually yesterday too, where they refused to touch the conference trophy. Yeah. I know that's a very well, hockey that's thing, up, right? Bam Adebayo tried handing it over to Jimmy Butler, and he says, I'll touch the next one. I like that tradition, that vibe of the well, next one. That's yeah. exactly it, Jimmy Butler's mindset, yeah. Yeah, um, it was cool, but the part that I, I love, and you know this is as a Knicks fan, I've I've, I've Beat this over everyone's head. You don't have to just shoot threes. Like I know, I know that everyone's shooting threes. You don't, don't, don't go nine for forty-two in in a, in a deciding game seven. Don't be twenty-one point four percent from three-point range in a deciding game. Like start driving the paint. I know it's a little harder. Tatum's ankles banged up. You're not you're not the same team. Jalen Brown turns into a turnover machine. But nine for forty-two. 
as terrible as you are at shooting the basketball, guys, you could go nine for 42 <laughs> from three-point range, and you're not making millions of dollars to play basketball. It had that vibe of a few seasons ago when it was Rockets versus Warriors, 27 straight missed three-pointers. Now I love the, I love the Internet always has revisionist history of what happens in games. Now Houston fans are coming out and saying it's the most rigged basketball game of all time. <laughs> when you miss 27 in a row, yeah, the Warriors fouled them on every single three. Look, some of the things I did see on the Internet, they might have been a foul, but this is a lot different. Boston just stunk. They could not make a shot. Going into game six, I, I told you this. I said, the biggest difference between Miami and Boston looked like Miami was slowly running out of gas in game six because they were they seen and everything else we saw would take this team out pre-NBA finals. And they turned it on at the end and almost won that game because of Jimmy Butler's free throws in game six. All that stuff we talked about for the Heat in game six turned out to be the Celtics in game seven. Running out of it, not being able to make the big shots, not having enough gas, the times where you've got to hit the big shots. If it wasn't for White in that third quarter, that could have been an even bigger blowout than what it was. Most people probably called it, a, called it a night when Miami started to pull away. And me, you, and Boston, Dan were texting during the game, and slowly my text messages started to stop a little bit because I'm like, Miami's running away with this. I was also mad that I cashed out during the game, during oh. a bet. And then, you know, I love this bet, too. Like, I took money line. I said, okay, perfect. Boston's trailing right now. And I'm going to hit them with plus money in the second half. I'm going to win back more money. This is a great play by me. I've got the future wager. Fail, fail, loss, loss, loser. You want to feel worse? I tried to bet Miami with the number, and then a, a half that amount on Miami on the money line mainly because I knew I was going to watch it, and I'm up a little bit. So I was like, you know what? If I lose the money, at least it's, I, I enjoyed the game. I hit everything. I go back and look at how I'm doing because I thought about cashing out at the half because I thought this is perfect. I'll cash out. Well, I should coin, whatever. That's never went through. <laughs> I don't know what happened, like like a glitch with the app or whatever. So, like, and, and for anybody who's going to go, sure, I closed yesterday's show telling you I was taking the heat. I close, like if you want to tell me you don't believe I took them on the money line, okay, fine, I don't, whatever. But I was, I had a nice little chunk on them to win with, you know, cover the spread, and uh, yeah, it didn't, didn't happen, didn't happen. For our younger sports fans who may watch the games on stream like I do, just remember when you're playing in game. Well, you don't stream games off your phone. Well, <laughs> well why, is, why is it younger fans that stream? Like, okay, could be because I'm old. I don't stream. For those of I have you, a healthy stream, sir. I'll tell you that right now. For those of you who don't have cable, just a friendly reminder that your feed might be 30 to 45 seconds behind the game feed. So if you start oh. noticing your odds are changing, you're being like, hey, wait a They will always have an advantage over you, whatever odds book you are making. Yeah. Just remember that when you're placing your in-game wages. Cause I've... Also, remember that when you're texting your friends. Because, like, like, yeah, because I, I do. I've, you know me. I've been streaming for years because it's cheaper and... As, as many people know, Scottish people, we are very cheap. Um, everybody, I would like, during football, I can't, I can't look at my phone because I'll get like, oh, man, that was a great throw. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Was great. Oh, next thing you know, like, you know, cars throwing a bomb down the sideline to Adams for a touchdown. I'm like, oh, I knew that was coming. Or like, oh, you got to be ticked off right now. I'm like, no! And like, whoever fumbles or whatever. Like, it's like I have to stop looking at my phone because if you're watching on real time, Versus the stream, it's just a whole other animal. It's the absolute worst if you're watching it on your phone and then the text comes above the play. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, this is going to suck. And then you watch it yeah. slowly happen right in front of uh, when, um When the Raiders lost to the Cardinals in overtime, 
I was on, I was driving back from Florida. I was on a business call for like, they, they, they called like right at the beginning of, of like right at the end of the fourth quarter, right at the beginning of overtime. And I'm just like, oh my God, like really? I got to do this? I got to do this? So like I got on the phone and start talking and talking. All of a sudden I can just see on the, on the dash of the, of the Silverado. Oh man, you're going to be pissed. Oh man, this is bad. Oh man. I'm like, well, there's no point in getting out of the meeting now. I don't want to hear what's happening. What, like, whatever. But, yeah, that's the worst. Um, you remember, you remember the worst one, by the way, the Daniel Jones debut for the Bucks. Oh, that was the bad one. We're on the way back from Yankee Stadium. And I was like, gosh, did you see that? The Buccaneers missed the kick. No, I didn't. But I'm about to from you yelling in the back that my team lost. Yeah, it, it, but there was everybody was on a different like, streaming, and every stream was a different time. So, like, it would cascade through the building. It was uh, through, the, through the bus. It would just cascade through, like, like, oh, you're gonna be mad. Oh, you're gonna be happy. Oh, whatever. It was, it was absurd. Uh, best part of the game last night was halftime. Charles Barkley was phenomenal. What, like, it didn't matter what question he was asked. It went, he, he transformed it into how stupid the Celtics were for firing on three. This is dumbass Celtics out here. Like, <laughs> but his point that I love, and I've heard a lot of people make it sense last night, but he was the one who said it. Everyone's trying to play like Steph and Clay. Steph and Clay are the are the greatest, you know, shooting tandem of all time. So you're not going to do what they're doing. If you're cold, stop shooting threes. But when he called them the dumbass Celtics, I was just like, hey, man, <laughs> hey, man, thank you. How are you feeling today, by the way? You Me? are you are a New York sports fan to mm-hmm. the core. True. A lot of the teams you love the most. Well, I, the Raiders, the Raiders yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But there are some New York sports fans today. That if you are anti-Boston like yeah. Lavacus, oh, yeah. today is the day to celebrate. Oh, it's a good day. Think about what's happened Ooh. over the last few months here. If you were core New York, your home for the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, 95-9-980, if you are loving what's happening to Boston sports right now because you have the, oh. the Celtics blow it, Yep. the Red Sox are in last place, mm-hmm. the Bruins are supposed to win the Stanley Cup. They're the they, greatest regular yep. season team of all time. They get knocked out by the Panthers. Almost the same. Also to an eight seed, the same way the Celtics did. The Patriots aren't playing right now, but... Preseason expectations are calling the Patriots very low. the very lowest low. team in the AFCs. So this is, Boston had their time. Uh, this could over. be the lowest. The, the run of Boston great sports teams at the professional level may have died last night with the Celtics blown it in Game 7. Do the, do the historical how it works, right? So you go back to the last time all my teams were really great. Thomas Brady was playing for the Michigan Wolverines, which is my favorite college football team. He then ends up in New England. Boston becomes title town. They start winning championships everywhere. Where's Thomas Brady now? Retired. What's he a part owner of? Uh, the Raiders. My life is good again. My teams <laughs> are going to start winning again. The, the sacred, the, the, the prodigal son has returned home to me. He has. He's back. The beautiful man himself. Thomas, I always told you I liked that Tom Brady. Liked the cut no, of his jib. No, you didn't. I've always liked him. No, you Tom Brady. I've always been a big Brady fan. <laughs> I have. You? Yes. Yes. Well, now I am again. <laughs> I am again now. I wasn't for a very long time. From Tuck Rule. To like this summer, I have I was not, but now I'm back. Now I'm, he he just when I thought I was completely out, he pulled me back in. He did. So listen, title town leaves with with Mr. Brady. Listen, we've seen people have this effect on things. Look at to a lesser degree, our friend Armin. Armin Williams comes to the Capital Region. Region Union wins the the college hockey championship. He goes to Denver. The Broncos win the Super Bowl. He goes down to Houston. The Astros start winning the World Series. I don't know if he brought like a you know an Apple Watch with him or anything like that <laughs> or or a garbage can and a and a, and, a, and a bat. I don't know if he brought those with him, but there's, there's people who have that that kind of power. Someone would call it the Midas touch. They they might they might indeed. I call it the Brady touch now because hopefully it works. 
because that would be phenomenal. I would love to start winning again. Then again, who knows if the Raiders even have it. They, they may need him to play quarterback this year with all the Garoppolo nonsense that's going on. But there, there it is. Boston, it's over. I don't have to worry about Boston anymore. Thank God. Speaking about touching, over. you're close enough here at Mohawk Hans to say you could touch us right now during I'm the not show. That's oh. a weird image that okay. you're putting in people's minds. I don't think <laughs> this gentleman has no interest in touching us. None at all. Matter of fact, he just... He, was, he, he almost lost his lunch. He's he had to change, hold it down. He's going to change his seat now. Oh, yeah. God. He's, he, just, he literally just shimmed it backwards so he can't look at us anymore. <laughs> Good job, guys. Wait a, wait a, yeah, here at Mohawk Honda, they go out of their way to please you. Guys will go out of his way to upset you. Like, it's, it's a whole other thing. I love Mohawk Honda. I love my pilot. If you're hanging out with us right now, if you're listening, if you're driving around the Capital Region, make sure it's a part of your afternoon and evening today. Come visit us here at Mohawk Honda in Glenville. My pilot, Levac, I talk about all the time with the summer road trips coming, the car seats mm-hmm. in the back as well. I love it so much that I've decided to let my wife drive it around when she feels like it. When she feels the mood that she wants to get inside the pilot, I When's the last time you were allowed to drive your Honda Pilot? February. Right. What, and when was the last time you, like, accidentally hit a shopping cart or a bear or whatever it is? I try, to, I try to erase those moments because they're so I feel like every, traumatic for like, me. You, there's a, I feel like you get put in timeout. Like, the second you do something bad to that vehicle, she takes it away from you. You don't get it back for a certain period of time. Don't let that be you. Come to Mohawk Honda. <laughs> Take control of your life. You get a wonderful vehicle. The great people here. The great staff. People you can trust. Happy, the car happy wife, happy life. And that's, that's right. and Gaza's life is happy because he lets her. Well, he lets her. He gets out of the way when she takes the pilot. <laughs> that's, that is very true. The other thing that made her happy, USX Pest Control. Yeah. So uh, they, did the, they did the inspection. And this is... It's a, it's a process, but it's an easy process for you. You go to usxpest.com, put in for the free free inspection. Once you've done that, they'll come by, they'll check it all out. Tim will explain it all to you. Like, this is why I think we should do this. This is why we shouldn't do that. So it's all it all makes sense to you. It's not just like, hey, here's a huge bill. Figure it out. No, it's a very itemized, like, little bill based on what you need. And then whether it be the non-chemical exclusion, which was formerly known as cat guarding, because that's the Gagne family of brands brought you cat's eye pest control. Now they bring a USX pest or, you know, spray in the yard for ticks or any of these things. Basically, whatever you need, they're going to be there to help you through it and make sure it's done right for you. USX pest control. Just be around it. Kristen just texted me today. Oh, you know, really? set up this week. Really excited about it. All right. Do the same thing. Set it up right now. USXpest.com. It's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. We have an incredible week on the Today Show. Robert De Niro, Jessica Chastain, and Sydney Sweeney will be stopping by. And Big Time Rush performs live on our plaza. Join us every morning on NBC. Because every day needs today. Are you suffering from seasonal allergies? Because you're not alone. Experts say pollen season started earlier this year and will last longer. And that folks who've never had issues before are feeling miserable. I'm Martin Hoke, inventor of Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Over 3 million people use Navage to pull saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, helping to flush out allergens, mucus, and germs. Navage helps clear your sinuses quickly and naturally. But what about other people's experiences, like Ms. Clement? Quote, I chose Navage because of my persistent allergies. Navage works. While using it, I cut back on allergy meds and occasional shots at my doctor's office. Unquote. That's one of over 120,000 reviews with a 4.6 star average written by people who use Navaj to breathe better, snore less, and feel healthier. Stop suffering and try Navaj today at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, and Target. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Turn your home into restricted airspace. 
tell incoming flights you want them diverted. The new Raid Essentials light trap plugs into the wall and uses light to attract, then trap flying insects like fruit flies and mosquitoes. Its 24-7 continuous attraction provides insecticide-free protection that's people and pet friendly. Consider air service interrupted. New Raid Essentials light trap, insecticide-free protection. It's Slovak and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Live here at Mohawk Honda in the beautiful showroom. Uh, went around the lot, did a lot walk. So many great selections for you, over 250 vehicles on the lot. I was talking to Nate. If you're getting new vehicle delivered before the end of the month, before June, they're throwing an extra $500 rebate in there for you. So, hey. so that's a, that's a little good news for you that I just found out today. While you know, while you were doing whatever it is you do, I was, you know, working. That's what I that's what I do. You know, I'm kind of like the I'm kind of like the Aaron Judge of this show. I'm just always delivering. You know, it's kind of what it is. You know, it's very. Everybody kind of looks at me and goes, "Yeah, you know, very judge like, right?" Yeah. Yes. Everyone on the even listening. I am. Aaron Judge like. I'm just thinking about who else called you that on the show. I thought it was just you and I. <laughs> it's like looking around, you know how you always joke around it's like, like twins. Like, We're like twins. We look very similar. You said very. before I just randomly thank people for correcting me and there's no one I'm actually thanking thanking myself. <laughs> the illusion of radio. Uh Aaron Judge is quite good. There's my hot take here on a Tuesday. According to Optistats in uh, last night's ten to four win over the Mariners, uh Judge is now the first Major League Baseball player to hit multiple home runs and rob a home run in the same game since he did it himself on July 29th of last year. That's such a made-up stat. Come on! How do you know that? It's made up. He's the only Major League Baseball player in the last 30 years to have two such games. Okay. You and I don't talk as much numbers as maybe other shows do. Like, there are fantasy shows We're not smart enough. There are analytic shows. Robbing a home run is not a kept stat. There, there is not a column if we pulled up a box score right now that said double, triple, home run, robbed home run. That is a completely made-up stat. But if they them. wanted to do this, it's kind of like you can filter. It's an easy filter. First thing you do is you go find people who hit two or more home runs in a game. So you filter that down. Then you go to those games and you look for, you look for their stats. First of all, are they outfielders? If they're not outfielders, they can't do this. So like you, it, I think you're. Um, I, how how dare you besmirch the captain Aaron Judge and his amazing stat? How dare you? I'm also wondering with Aaron Judge, fine, fine defensive player. I say fine. Fine. He's great. Very good. Great. Sometimes love caliber right there. Sometimes it gets overlooked because of how good he is offensively. His size. Nobody yeah. thinks he's. Nobody thinks a guy that big can move around the way he does. And that's it. The size thing is another one I wonder about because he is so big and tall and. And lift his arm up. Does he get credited now more for a robbed home run because of his actual like length? You know what I'm talking about here? Like, would a five eleven outfielder not get as many robbed home runs as a six seven outfielder? So a home run is a is a is a ball that is hit over the wall in the field of play. Correct. Right. So if I catch it and it was going to be a home run, that's a robbed home run. Yes. What does my height matter? I would say it might make it easier for me, but the stats the stat. I would say if you were six foot seven, you'd have more of a likelihood to rob home runs than a five foot eleven person. So we're not going to count him as robbed home runs because he's tall. I would say he would be more likely to be able to rob the home run because of his height. It'd be like someone being able to have more dunks because they're taller. Yeah. But, so 
the shorter outfielder is more likely to be comfortable in a fine sedan like an Accord or a Civic. Does that mean that Aaron Judge is allowed to have one? No, how dare you? How dare you try to take away Rob's home? They're robbed. They're robbed. He robbed the home run. It doesn't matter. You know, it, oh, he's tall. Okay, well, I dunked. Is it more impressive when Spud Webb dunks than when, you know, uh, Kim Olajuwon dunks? That one's yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Spud Webb but still, it's still one dunk. He doesn't get yeah, an extra true. dunk because he jumped twice as high. Spud Webb might be. The most impressive dunker I've ever seen. I get your point you're trying to make, though. Mm. A stat's a stat. A home run's yeah. a home run. A double's a double. What right. you're doing is... You're Aaron not Judge is super points. strong, so yeah. he has more home runs than a guy who's not as strong. Okay, well, still has more home runs. We've gotten lost in what really matters in this point, is that Aaron Judge is changing the season for the New York Yankees. I think that's what we were getting at before we... Well, before you tried to, like, besmirch his good name. That's not what's happened. You're besmirching over here. LeVac and besmirch. Multi-home run games for Yankees in history. Where do you think Judge ranks... Ooh, multiple this home is, run this games. Is how I know. This is how I know you didn't look at our notes because I already wrote it in here. I would say um, I'm going to go with third. He's fifth. He's certainly fifth with 31 multiple home run games. Do you have the other four ahead of him? I do. Do you want to try and guess? Yeah. Them? Don't look over here. Okay. Babe Ruth. Yep. Number Lou, one with 68. Lou Gehrig. Number three with 43. Mm. Two to go. Okay. Two to go. A-Rod keeps popping in my mind, but A-Rod wasn't there long enough for me to feel confident about that, but I'm going to guess Alex Rodriguez. Wrong. Mickey Mantle. Correct. Number two with 46. Okay. Uh, One to go. Joe DiMaggio? Correct. Number Look four with 35. Yeah, get out of here, A-Rod. Hit the dump button. I never guessed him. It was four <laughs> for four. We can't hit the dump button. We can't afford a board up. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, like, but last night's game was, was impressive for a couple reasons. Judge does what Judge does. He's now got the, you know, hitting the home runs, he's stealing them, he's playing great in the field. Domingo Herman did exactly what the Yankees needed from him. Six-plus innings of pitches. He was economical. He only had 83 pitches on the night. Um, you know, no stats are going to blow you away. He ended up with four strikeouts. But, like, you, if you're the Yankees, when he's coming back from that suspension, you need him to go out and have a good outing. You need him to go out, eat up some innings. And because he did both those things, you're set up well for this evening. Winners of seven of their last ten games, three in a row for the Yankees. Where we sat, what, three weeks ago, where we talked about how far could the Yankees fall in the ALE, so what would need to change for the season, it's changing quickly because of Big 99. I cannot deny that. And I hope this summer, and I know we've done it a few summers in a row, but I hope this summer is another example of if we do the Otani versus Judge thing, let's actually look at what's going on in the field. If we're going to yell at – Shohei Otani is a fantastic player, but when we look at the American League, when Trout's healthy, Trout, Otani, and Judge. I'm willing to say in no particular order right now, but those three players are the best players in the American League. We've seen what Judge can do. We, I don't even want to dive into a war of what it could be, but the Yankees weren't good. He came back. They're winning games. The Angels have Trout. The Angels have Otani. They're in third place. They're behind Texas, which is one of the surprises of the year. There you go. If we want to argue about Otani, Judge and the Yankees are winning. The Angels still haven't reached expectations. And I know it's late but May. They haven't. But, but, I mean, they haven't yet. Not yet. No, but, I mean, not even, like, this year, like, ever. If the Angels, like, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I just I realized something while we were talking. I don't want to turn this all into, like, wager talk because that's later. But um, three-team same-game parlay. I did over eight-and-a-half runs. I did four-plus strikeouts for Herman and a hit from Volpe. Volpe didn't play. They avoided it. I won. I didn't realize they paid that. Hey, I was like, I'm very excited. Woo-hoo. 
So I had a good night. I had a very good night. Um, but, yeah, again, a lot of times there's the, the conversation, like, even though it's called most valuable, is it most outstanding? Like, because most valuable right now has to be judged. The handwriting's on the wall for this one. They came out decent. He gets hurt. They fall off completely. He comes back, and they're back after it. They've lost one series since, since Judge has been back from the IR, IL, whatever we call it this, this year around. I just know it's not disabled. It's, it's injury. That's right. That's the only thing I know for sure. But, yeah, 30 – and listen, 33 and 23 puts you in third place in the American League East behind the Rays who have 39 wins and your Orioles who have 34. You would be, worst case, you would be second place in the West and you'd be tied for first with the Dodgers. I'm sorry, you'd be a half game back in the loss column to the Dodgers in the, in the NL West. So the third-place team in the American League East has a record good enough to either be in first or second in every other, every other division. And by second, I mean, like, by a half, a half a game or, or a game, not more. It's, I mean, that's, that just shows you, again, how this American League East is, is just dynamic. Let's continue to talk about that outfield, too, because of what's happening with this Yankee roster and how it's piecing together. Because this is rare. There are certain franchises that rarely get a trade wrong or a big deal wrong. Harrison Bader coming to the Yankees and what he's been able to do in the outfield, that's from the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, it's not the Pirates. It's not a team, the Rockies. It's not a team that's struggling or was scheduled to be struggling in 2023. That's a Cardinal team that, in similar fashion to, like, the mid-2010 Nationals, had a lot of really good prospects where they had to take a step back and be like, okay, what are we doing? He's either going to play for us in the majors or we have to get him as, for as high as a price as we can. The Nationals went through that when they had so many good pitchers and they were getting so many high picks. So Bader comes over, he's been really good for the Yankees in the outfield. Now, at some point, Stan's going to come back. Stan hasn't really done anything since April, right? Like mid-April is the last time he took the field, the 15th. So because Judge is playing so well, and Bader's doing pretty well too, I know it's a little drama field, but isn't the hope that Judge's performance puts pressure on these two? Like, the bar gets raised every single time by 99. Okay, you right. thought that was good? You're playing in pinstripes. The goal is to win a World Series, and here's our new expectation for what we expect out of you, Stan, and Bader. You've got to continue to keep this up, man. Well, here's, here's the, weirdest, the weirdest thing as a Yankee fan. The IL is the answer to your question because Bader's going to probably go on the IL right now. He, yeah. He tweaked his back. He's going to miss a couple games, could end up on the injured list. So, like, if you can get Stanton back the exact same time you're losing Bader. I know Stanton's not supposed to be an everyday outfielder, but it, how rare would it be for the Yankees actually the injuries to work for them, where it's not like 16 guys go out at once and you're, you're stuck trying to make moves and bringing people up from, you know, where, wherever the double-A team is now. You know, Scranton's not even we, – we need to leave people in Scranton because they're going to get better. But, like, you know, Trenton all of a sudden shipping up everybody. But it's – it's a great problem to have if it comes down to where it's like Bader's playing really well, Judge is playing really well, Stanton's back. Everybody's trying to be better because Judge is better, but they're all in. Like, that'd be a great problem to have is Judge plays so well that the other guys go, hey, we should play better too. I wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt my feelings one bit. Yeah, I think it really is possible that that could happen too because the outfield has been at times over the last few seasons, a Yankee fan knows this, besides pitching, but pitching's every team in baseball. I know Yankee te- fans are a little louder with the pitching. Every team wants their pitching to be better. The outfield has been odd because Brett Gardner, season after season, especially postseason, not talking playoffs, I'm talking following a season, rapping, every Yankee fan's like, well, that was the last season for Gardner. 
well, it was the last season for like every year we thought he was going to be gone. He somehow continued to extend his career with New York. And then there were times about uh, Aaron Hicks. Is he the guy? Is it Akador? There have been Clinton You've Frazier. been trying to get Aaron Hicks for years. Yes. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is there have always been more questions than we realized about this outfield for the Yankees, which should be a strength to the team. Now, because of the stupid IL, DL, NL, LLL, there's still a little bit of questions. But, man, if they're healthy, that, like if they are healthy, Stan, Judge, Bader, that could be really good. I, I really think it comes down to, to the pitching still. I mean, you know, not to, not to you know, be one of those overly simplistic people when it comes to stuff, but if the Yankees pitching is good, then I think the runs will, the runs will happen. Like, they asked, they asked Judge the other night about, like, you know, picking up Cole. And they're like, yeah, you, had to, you guys had to score extra runs for him, like, two games in a row. He goes, do you guys want to keep track of all the games he kept us in when we weren't scoring runs? Like, we're more, this is, this is what teams do. I think tonight's a big night because Nestor Cortez is coming off that outing where he pitches six brilliant innings, and then the seventh inning he falls apart. So Nestor Cortez goes out there 940 tonight against the Mariners. If Nestor Cortez, either A, just pitches brilliantly into the seventh, or B, Boone pulls him right before he blows up, I think Yankees are on a good a good path. It's it's crazy that you're you know 33 wins at this point in the season, and you're what six games back, but th- that's where they are, and they got to keep you know picking up ground. But if the pitching continues to improve and get better, and and you know be what you hope it'll be for the Yankees. The bats will be all right, I think. I really like. It's weird to say that, but with the way Judge is playing and what he brings around with him, I I think the bats will be good as long as the pitching is good enough to keep him. Look at your boy A Rod. A couple years back, he's he was everybody was giving the pitching a hard time, and he literally said, "It's not on the pitching. With this lineup, we should be scoring at least six runs a game." So anytime we lose by you know seven, you know by four to two or something like that, that's on us. That's not on the pitching. So I think this is a lineup that if the pitching is good enough where the, the lineup only needs to get you five to six, I think they'll win a lot of games. They should do that. They shouldn't be set up to win a lot of games with that potentially going forward. The question is, will the Rays fall off? Will the O's fall off? Are they real or mirage? <laughs> you remember uh. that from way back when? Can these two young teams, more so Baltimore being young than the Rays, just newer names is a better way to phrase that for the Rays, can they do it? Can they continue to find ways to win still so early in the season, or will talent eventually prove to be the difference for the Yankees? That's what makes this summer for the pinstripes. So many thoughts of, all right, when are you getting back? When are you coming back? Are you lying to us? Are you telling the truth? Boone, who is it? Are you lying to us? Are the trainers lying to us? What's the time to get these guys back in the lineup? It's not at this point yet, but maybe it could be in late June. How much of this can judge shoulder? Like, if there's continued injuries, like, hey, listen, we need you to go three for four tonight with six RBIs, and we need to win the game seven to five. It's not there yet. It may never have to get there. Yankee fan doesn't want it to get there. Judge is playing well enough where he could potentially do that, but that is the worst-case scenario for Yankee fans, that these guys don't get healthy, and now the expectation gets turned around on Judge to be like, well, good luck out there, 99. Let's see what you're doing when you came back from injury the first time. How far can you carry this team? Well, you know, because of his height and those shoulders, he can carry more because it's, you know, because his height. It's only fair to take, you know, just expect more from him, right? Isn't that what we were, what you said earlier? Some nerds are yelling out, "What about Otani? Goss? Otani pitches?" And I'm like, "Oh no, 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 I'm not going down there again well, with that." And, and look, that's great. Who's 
fighting for a first place and who's trailing me on the Texas Rangers. Which, by the way, with, with the moves the Texas Rangers made in the offseason, I fully anticipated them being good. When you bring in Bruce, Bo- Bruce Bochy, Jacob DeGrom, all that stuff, and, like, you don't know if each one of those things is going to pan out, but they're all smart moves. Teams that make smart moves tend to win baseball games. That's, that's just the, the way you've got to view it. So not super shocked. Um, i got two, two questions for you coming up, guys. Uh, one question is, are the Mets any good? And the other one is, is Dana White just a fanboy? And I think we should answer both of those coming up next live from Mohawk Honda right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. The roar of the crowd, thousands singing as one. Live music delivers happiness. This summer, Yellowtail and iHeartRadio are teaming up to create exciting moments with Happiness Live. Access to a lineup of amazing music events that bring the joy of live experiences to fans across the country. And live events pair perfectly with the refreshing taste of Yellowtail wine. Find out how you could win the chance to attend an incredible concert event by visiting a retailer near you or at iHeartRadio.com slash Yellowtail wine. Welcome to America, the land of junk sleep, where it's bedtime, but you're double booked. Here, there's always one more deadline to meet, episode to watch, or meme to share. The world may not want you to sleep, but we do. Only the sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help you find the right bed at the right price. Unjunk your sleep. In-store or online at mattressfirm.com today. Mass Mutual knows that your finances can be an uncomfortable conversation. Mark, we should really talk about our money. Yep, we really should. Like we never talk about our savings. No, we never talk about that. Or our assets. Or our debt. Yeah, we really should talk about our debt. We need one of those financial plans. One of those will make a difference. We should talk about it. We really should. Talk to us about financial wellness today. Feel comfortable about tomorrow. Mass Mutual. Live Mutual. Fellas, stop treating your groin like junk. Introducing the Gillette Intimate Pubic Hair Trimmer, a gentle and easy shave from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Respect your pubic region with Gillette Intimate, the best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is a bacon or sausage egg croissant plus small seasoned potatoes for 3 bucks. It's the breakfast that don't miss. So if you did miss Wendy's breakfast, don't imagine fresh cracked eggs, sizzling sausage, crispy bacon, and block out those hot, buttery, flaky croissants. Croissants don't really make a sound, but if they did, for a breakfast that don't miss, Wendy's is that breakfast. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Select a request $3 breakfast deal to obtain discount. Not valid for a la carte combo order. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region Sports Fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. We need a bigger rotation of, of bumper music. Yeah, we probably do. <laughs> I have it like a huge rotation. Like some is OFX, some is GY. And then because we're out the second time here in the last five days, I'm like, oh, perfect. Here's what I'll do. I'll take the same music. I had on Thursday's show and toss it on Tuesday's show. Nobody will notice until the third commercial break with Levesque immediately. <laughs> well, it's, it's a, you know, it's, it, it's a very uh, just unique tune. So when I hear it, like, at least once a show, it, it kicks. I can't. It could be our theme song. You know, we've never really had a theme song for the show. Maybe that song that just played is the Levesque and God's theme song. You'd have to know what the song is if you wanted to call it our theme song. Mm. I, that's not going to work. Intro generic three. That's not the name of it? I feel like maybe they came up with a different name for it when they started. Um, All right, so here's the deal. Mets 
are they? What what are the Mets? Like are they like I I believed they were going to be a true power this year because of the money spent by Cohen, because of the names added. Sure, you lost some names, but you you know you you filled a lot of those holes. Twenty-seven and twenty-seven, third place in the National League East, minus thirteen run differential. They are six and four in the last ten games. We've also got a two-game losing streak going. Um, are the are the Mets good? Like what? And I'm asking, like I'm not trying to be a jerk to the Mets for a change. Are they good? Here's what I here's what I think about the Mets, and I wonder this because of power rankings. And when you've done this to me with the NFL, <laughs> you're so lucky that I haven't found like a power ranking I like that isn't from the old the old network. Good, because otherwise I would just abuse you with it. I may start using it from the old network anyway, just because. If you find one on Fox Sports power ranking Major League Baseball teams. That's why I always wonder and hesitate talking about the Mets so early in the season because talent-wise, ranking teams, if guys had a ballot, you had to vote on the best teams in the National League. I would always have the Mets third. Like, from the start of the season to the record of 27 and 27 to what they are now, if they lost four games in a row, if they won five games in a row, it's hard for me to move the Mets off of being the third best team in the National League. Dodgers at one, Braves at two, and if next week you told me you think Atlanta's better than Los Angeles, I'm probably not going to pick a fight over it. So you tell me the top two teams in the National League are the Dodgers and the Braves. Who's third? And I look at the Mets roster. I look at what they've done in the past. I'm talking players especially. got some Hall of Famers on that roster soon to be years from now. It's hard for me to find a team in the National League right now. I say, okay, that's the third best team, and they're better than the Mets because X, Y, and Z. They're always the third best team to me in the National League. Unless there's a team that you're looking at right now in the National League, you're like, guys, you're not giving enough credit to... I don't understand why the Padres are so bad. And that's it. The Padres would have been the other team. They stink. They're, they're supposed to be They great. did just claim Gary Sanchez, though. The Padres, again, stink. They, they're <laughs> smellier after claiming Gary Sanchez. They're supposed to be the team that's winning the National League West. They finally beat the Dodgers last season. They're a few wins away from the World Series. And now that you're terrible. I don't know. Look, Tatis is... The reason people will point to that team because of what he is, and maybe it's a setting the mindset of what the franchise going to be. A lot of high-paid guys that maybe are like, look, San Diego's an awesome city. We don't have to try that hard. Like we're all getting paid. Well, you're, and we're, and you're never, deal. you're never going to win like the the attention game because there's so much to do. Every day is sunny and 75. You can go out on the water. You can do. There's a million. Like I don't think I if obviously. Being a fat old man now, any professional sport I play, I would, I would, like, I would go running as fast as I could, which is very fast. But I think if I had to choose, like, I, I would never pick San Diego, because you're never going to be number one. Like, and it's going to be so easy for you to be distracted. I'm driving to work. There's hot chicks and convertibles everywhere. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I can go to work. I'm imagining a younger version of you, like eight, seventeen, eighteen years old. Let, let's say like Stud. lacrosse, Stud. baseball, South well, County, football, right? football in there, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. San, that was a stud. San Diego State. I'll tell you stories about that guy. San Diego State comes calling. Yeah. The Aztecs, who played yeah. in the March Madness NCAA Men's Basketball Final last year. They're recruiting yeah. a young Jeff Levan. Yep. You are definitely going to San Diego State and not going to class. Right. Oh, and I'm probably, probably, not, probably off the team in like a month. <laughs> I probably wouldn't even go to practice. Where's the class? We have to go to those? Right. What? I, I'd be the guy that, like, you always hear those stories. Like, well, I got off the plane. It was snowing, so I got back on the plane. I got off the plane. It was snowing, so I stayed there. Because I thought that's the only place I would focus. <laughs> I thought there was, if I had any chance, it was snowing in July. I was like, this is where I could, this is where I'll be able to focus on the game. 
Because, yeah, I, you know me, dude. I mean, during the show, I'll start like just, ooh, shiny. You think I'm not going to do that at San Diego <laughs> where there's way better shiny things to look at? Come on. Maybe that's why they're not good. Ooh, water fountain. Yeah, it's it mm, nice flavored cookies. water. Cookies, so, yeah. so back to that, like the Padres should be Are the answer. Cookies? I don't think it's cookies. The Padres should be the answer for the third best team in the National League. But the Brewers have been so Brewers, inconsistent. Yeah. It's like, okay, maybe they're the 2023 version of the Padres where they're supposed to be good, supposed to be good, never get to the World Series. And I know that fan base is dying so thirsty for a championship because they flirted with getting there so often. Pittsburgh's a surprise. I would say the Giants are better than Arizona, but Arizona's Pittsburgh like, feels like the National League Orioles. Yes, where it's like they, didn't, they haven't done anything in a very long time, but they've kept their farm system kind of getting better, improving, and now they're just playing solid baseball and forcing you to to go out and play every facet of the game. Exactly right. Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Arizona. I'll keep grouping in all season long because they all have that same vibe of young team built, and maybe the rules benefit from that. All that's so. Look, with all that being said, Mets fan, maybe you can let us know at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, Fox Sports 980 on Facebook, at W-O-F-X 980, iHeart. There's a ton of different ways that if you don't think the Mets are the third best team in the National League, let us know because that's where I keep coming back to for Mets fans. You're the third best. You play the Braves a bunch in the regular season. The Dodgers have been really good for a long time. Can you get to the postseason with your pitchers and beat one of them in a five- or a seven-game series? That's possible, but just get to the playoffs. Don't ruin this. Don't tank this so bad that you actually miss out on the postseason. Yeah, I, I honestly, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I still, when you put it like that, obviously, if, if Verlander and Scherzer are 100% or as close to 100% as you can be in your 40s throwing baseballs every day, like, if they're, if, if they're ready to go, if they're right, they win most series because that one-two punch is better than most other teams' one-two punches. You know what? There is one team that I know we're going to hear from, the fan base, because we know a few of these fans. Uh, these fans. Bruce, one of our members of the sales team, likes this team. Bryce likes this team. Oh. Gurkha likes this team. Oh, by the way, guys, maybe you forgot the team that won the National League last year. Maybe you forgot the team that's in the same division as the Mets. What about the Phillies? Yeah, remember Bryce Harper, an MVP? Maybe you should have mentioned the team that won the National League in the Phillies. I don't know why my confidence in Philadelphia is not as strong as it was two or three years ago. The reason is probably because I'm they're more not playing fam- well. There you go. Uh, they're not playing well, and I'm more familiar with the success of the Mets pitching staff than the Phillies pitching staff. If I know I got Hall of Famers on the Mets compared to the Phillies, I'm more likely to bet on the Mets than the Phillies. But Philadelphia can stomp their feet and say, what about us? And They're just not playing well either, though. I, and we could have the exact same conversation about the Phillies that we're having about the Mets. You're supposed to be good. Are you good? Like, are, are, like again, I, without looking at standings, without thinking, you say the Phillies are like, oh yeah, you know, get Aaron Nola, Zach Wheeler, Tom Walker. Like, you've got you've got some real some real arms. You got JT Romuto behind the behind the plate. Like, you've got names. The back of your baseball card is solid. The record and your run differential sucks. So, yeah, I. I if you told me both those teams flipping around and are great the rest of the season and end up like, you know, all three uh, National League East teams end up in the playoffs, which I, the Marlins are ahead of the, of the Mets and the Phillies right now. But if you told me Braves, Mets, Phillies all make playoffs, I believe you. If you told me Braves, Marlins make playoffs and the Mets and the Phillies completely fall off, I think I'd believe that too. That's Ooh. the problem. Well, because injuries and, and whatnot, I guess. But, like, I don't know what either team is. I don't know what the Mets are. Like, I literally am like – they're supposed to be world beaters right now, but they can't beat their own division. 
there's so many changes, too, for some of these rosters that have New York ties, right? You just mentioned the Marlins and the Phillies. When I think back to the Phillies, the Phillies fire Joe Girardi. And I had to pause myself there because I talk about Joe Girardi so often over the last few months. Joe Girardi. And he goes until it gets a lot better. And that's the New York tie there. Didi Gregorius, remember a little short yeah. stint there with Philadelphia as well? Where's he? That might be it for Didi. I haven't heard his name in a long time. That's weird. And then Miami, of course, the Jeter connection, where Jeter leaves the Marlins front office. And some of the reasons some pointed to why he left was because they weren't winning enough and Jeter's a winner and he didn't like the vision of the franchise. We've heard a bunch of different re- reasons as to why Jeter no longer wanted to be associated with Miami. But the New York connections move away a little bit. And some of these teams find them back in the spotlight. It's too it's too quick to say Miami's gotten better because Jeter left. I think that's way too hot of a take. That's it's it's late May. Okay, the Marlins franchise not in a better spot because Jeter left. They got a lot of bigger issues, but they're just winning right now. But if you wanted to do the Jeter timeline though, and if if I was if I were in his shoes, why I would leave is he had to do the unpopular things to start the winning. Like he he went in and tore it down. Like like the loved people were collecting big checks to just be there. And he went in and went, nah, it's not, it's not how this is going to work anymore. And he took a lot of heat. Like, there was a point where people had were more angry at Derek Jeter than Alex Rodriguez because of what was going on in Miami. So, like, I wouldn't – why – if you had Derek Jeter's life, why do that? Why let yourself go through that? No, 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 no. I'm out. I'll go work with – you know what? If anything, watch him join Brady and be another minority owner in Vegas at some point. Like, those two – like, like um, what was it? There was a cartoon like – you, you're not old enough to remember. It's called, like, Superstars. There was, like, Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and maybe Ken Griffey Jr., I think, they were animated, and they, like, fought crime and stuff. It was, this is and, not a oh, thing. Look you know, I'll look it, I will look it up in the break. Wait a but, like, like, I think like we could do a version of that where it's, like, like <laughs> Cheater, Brady, and I'll, I'll throw Tim Brown in there just because he's the Raiders affiliation. Like, our owners of the Raiders team, and everybody's just like, I kind of want to roll with that crew. Like, I kind of feel like I want to be a part of that deal. We mentioned a teenage version of you that if San Diego State had come calling, you likely wouldn't go to class. Now I have to go back to a college version, an early 20s version of LeVac. Which, which I went to a lot of college. Well, you're telling me that there was a cartoon that existed in the 90s that was all these great athletes, and they were fighting crime? What were... Yeah, got an idea. Uh, I'm going to put all my athletes on one team and make it a cart. I, if you can find it. this, I'm going to be stunned this thing existed. I'm trying to think like the background story of why they would have created this cartoon. Oh, Did they think money. they were superheroes? Did they think it was like uh, pro Marvel? stars? Post stars. Pro pro oh, stars. Pro stars. Uh, it was, there it is. Yeah, it was um, originally intended to air on ESPN. The show centers around Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky. So I didn't have it right. Fighting crime, helping children, and often protecting the environment as well. These three were chosen to represent the pinnacle of all four major American professional sports. Does he get Bo in there? Because he covers two. Yeah, right there. You're good to go. Do we have villains? Like, is there a cast list on here? Because I can imagine, like, Ken Griffey Jr. is fighting the Yankees. Bo Jackson's fighting the Denver Broncos. How about, how about none of them were voiced by themselves? Like, Michael Jordan, voiced by Darian Hayward. Like, like, like <laughs> the villains. Uh, in nearly every episode, the pro stars would get a message by teleconference from a from a child explaining the situation, such as a little boy from an island in the South Seas who said the village's treasures were being stolen by short John Silver. What? Yeah. Cartoons were different when I was a kid. Seuss knows. This, he knows. Like, they were different. You'd sit there, you'd eat your sugar-filled cereal, and you'd watch crazy, and it all made sense. 
I feel like some of you needed to be considered dumber at that point if you didn't realize it was the voice of Bo Jackson or Wayne Gretzky. Or Episode one, the yeah. slugger returns. Ooh, give us give us a plot line on this. The pro stars come to the aid of Jimmy Hanks when his father, Slugger Hanks, air quote, is <laughs> captured by a mad scientist named Clockwork DeLorean. No, it's not. <laughs> who is using remote-controlled robots, including one dead baseball star cleats. One of the dead baseball star cleats. Oh my God, this is the best. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go find this. I'm gonna see. I, Pro stars, buddy. So much thought went into that episode of one's pilot episode. There's a deep storyline there. They couldn't call these guys to voice their own guys, huh? How about numbers, uh, episode six, Brazil uh-huh. Nuts? Okay, tell us about Brazil Nuts <laughs> from Pro Stars. Captain Nemo Ipanema is, is destroying the Brazilian rainforest as a side to his mining operation designed to secure the world's supply of Amazonites for his own egomaniacal use. I just want to point out, a dude who's dyslexic just read the word egomaniacal and didn't fall on his face. That's <laughs> right there. I would like to. Be, I would like the pro stars to come by and give me a, give me a pat on the back. And there was like live action. Like there'd be a sequence where like the three of them be cutting it up at the end. Like, can you believe we saved the day? <laughs> pro stars. Yeah, High five. Right. Exactly. What do you think it would take to get an episode of Pro Stars on one of these televisions here at Mohawk? Island? A VCR. A VCR. <laughs> Some really old technology. Something like, we might need. A, we might need like uh, like a like a projector. We might actually need a projector. Maybe this is what we need in 2020. Pro stars, pro stars like Netflix, Amazon. I'll everyone. tell you, pro stars is going to be the owners of the Raiders. It's going to be like Brady, Jeter, and then Mark Davis is going to be like the goofy little sidekick. Hey, everybody, can I come this time? No, Mark, and they push him into a closet. <laughs> Here's your Floby. Cut your hair. <laughs> goofy music in the background. So. At, the end, at the end, Brady looks at Jeter. Did we forget to pick up Mark from? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that plays in the background. Credits roll. They head over to PF Chang's where he has his meetings. He's just sitting out front, lost. Wah, wah. <laughs> oh, Mark. <laughs> Pro stars coming this summer, changing the way we see sports forever and fighting if you, crime. If you could do your version of Pro Stars. Right, so three. Well, you, I'll give you four because they said they wanted to, they wanted to represent the four major sports. Okay, four athletes. Who would be your pro stars? This okay. is my way around a Mount Rushmore. I don't have to do a Mount Rushmore because it's a TV <laughs> show called Pro Stars that we're building. So it's your, you, you need a basketball, a baseball, a football, and a hockey. Somewhere, Matt on Twitter is like, I got him finally. <laughs> I finally got it. I would go with uh, Austin Matthews from the Toronto Maple Leafs for hockey. Okay. okay. I mean, he's got a little bad boy, and then he could fight some crime. Uh, football, I would go with Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Oh, you're going with, going with Kermit. All I right. would go with Kermit, and I want him to voice his character, obviously. Yes, or, or the voice of Kermit, whoever's doing Jim Henson voices now. To do Mahomes. <laughs> uh, basketball. I feel like I want to go with LeBron, but I feel like it's got to be a younger athlete. How can you not have Melo? It doesn't matter how old they are. old. I don't know. You think Melo can't fight crime anymore? You know what? We'll do this one. Jason Tatum. Okay. Out there fighting crime. He's got Deuce's son. You know, he's got the interesting beard. He could go out there and fight crime. This This is me fighting crime. Okay. All right. So that's hockey. Crime is going to win, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Baseball, Aaron Judge. Okay. Big, strong. Okay. Gap in his tooth. That'll look funny as a cartoon. So all that stuff. Yeah, like, all right, so hockey, I'm going to go Jeff Bukaboom, the enforcer for the 94 Rangers. Wait, wait. I thought we were doing a 2023 No, I never version. said that. No. I never said that. That's why I told oh. you you could go back to Mellow if you wanted. No, all right. So I'm gonna, oh, and I'll go Book now. I bet you Book could still, you know, spill some chiclets if he needed to. 
He can t- handle his business. So I'm going Book for hockey. Um, basketball's a tough one for me. I'll probably just go Barkley because I enjoy him now, like as he is. I want him, I want him that way. Um, baseball, wow. Judge is a great, is a great, great pick. I'll take Garrett Cole because the same person who voices Mahomes for you can, get, can do Cole for me. And <laughs> I just think his anger would really pay off for us from time to time. And then as far as football goes, Max Crosby. Don't mess Max with the condor. Crosby, don't the double mess, X. Don't mess, don't mess with the condor. He'll come for you. That's, I guess that's why. Feel free to tweet us uh, your pro stars lineup uh, at the Jeff LeVac, <laughs> at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z, and then, of course, the Fox Sports uh, Twitter, which is W-O-F-X 980. Very cool. we got your top four of four coming up next live from Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Come on by. Say hello. I still have a bunch of these stickers with our names on it that nobody seems to care about. Uh, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm not depressed <laughs> over it, I swear. But uh, I do want to tell you about my friends over at Elevation 10,000, because that's who's going to make like our signs and everything. Because I figure you're not going to do it, so I'm going to take care of it. So I'm going to hit the easy button the way I always have. I'm going to go to Elevation 10,000. I'm going to go to Dave and Josh and Christian and the crew over there, and I'm going to go, listen, this is what I need. I need a, a good marketing plan for LeVac and Gaz. I need signs for LeVac and Gaz. I need apparel for LeVac and Gaz. I need all these things. And then they're going to go, what about this? What about this? What about this? And I'm going to go, I was going to ask about that next, but the truth is I wasn't even thinking of it. That's what they do. So Elevation 10,000 will do all these things and more, soup to nuts, start to finish, top to bottom. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. It's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. We have an incredible week on the Today Show. Robert De Niro, Jessica Chastain, and Sydney Sweeney will be stopping by. And Big Time Rush performs live on our plaza. Join us every morning on NBC. Because every day needs today. I'm Martin Hoke, the inventor of Navage Nasal Care, and I love Navage. I've told you about how your nose is the body's air filter, that Navage's powered suction will help flush out allergens, viruses, mucus, and germs, and that Navage will help you breathe better. But what do other people say about Navage? Like Haley, quote, Navage is the best thing I bought. I love it. My nose feels so clear now and I can breathe. I've been struggling with a stuffy nose for weeks. I bought Navage and it's amazing. Or this one. I use Navaj every night, could not imagine life without it. I have five cats, and before I found Navaj, I was a clogged mess. Now I breathe so much better, unquote. Those are two of over 100,000 online reviews praising Navaj, the all-natural solution trusted by over 3 million people to help you breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and stay healthier without drugs. Navaj is available at Walmart, CVS, Walgreens, Target, Rite Aid, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. She's moving to Georgia. Jada's Podiatry Clinic's top nurse quit, leaving her business toes up. She's got six procedures and three major surgeries in the next two days. She needs a new RN who can think on their feet. There's no way I can do all these procedures on my own. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. It's time for the Top 4 at 4 with Levac and Gaz. I don't want to yell too loud. People are here getting service on a vehicle, getting new and, and pre-owned vehicles here at Mohawk Honda. But it is time for the Top 4 at 4, which is brought to you by and from 
Mohawk Honda today. Guys, what is the fourth biggest day? Guys, what is the fourth biggest story in the world of sports? I don't want to give away the fourth biggest story quite yet because Ryan on Twitter wanted to share his pro star lineup. Okay, okay. What do you got for me? He's got Connor McDavid. Oh, I like that. Very Steph cool. Curry. All right. Mike Trout. I like it. Aaron Donald. And Hasbula is the boss, running the whole thing. <laughs> so Hasbula is his mark. Mine's Mark Davis. He's yeah. got Hasbula. Okay. All right. I would like to see one of it break down to Hasbula versus Mark Davis. I think that's a. I think those. I think that's a pretty equal fight right there. Mine would be Meta World Peace. He's leading him. Yeah, he's leading. Oh my god! Like the best part at the end, you would find out that like Meta World Peace was was like inadvertently leading them to do the evil thing every episode. Like at the end, they're like. Why are there no puppies left in the world? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if you've got a show you need to binge on this summer, I know people love Big Brother. I love Big Brother. The fact that he was on Big Brother Celebrity Edition and then didn't know how the voting worked, it's just in this metaphor of peace. Oh, I thought you meant Hasbula. I was like, what? He like, didn't know how the voting works. So someone almost lost the season because he's like, am I voting for who was winning? Or like, I don't know what I'm doing. You, you just literally decided, just told me why surreal life needs to come back. Hasbula needs to be in that house. You imagine, he's like he's like Vern Troyer, but like fun and over the top. Vern Troyer was just angry all the time. Now he's like Andy Milanakis too, right? He's like much older than he looks. Is he? I don't know. Oh man, I don't know either. Now he's just entertaining. I do know story number four is DeAndre Hopkins' free agency continuing. A lot of New York sports fans got excited. Bills, Jets, Giants, and maybe Hopkins could be on their roster in 2024. He has not signed yet, but. The most rumored team right now is the Cleveland Browns. Really? I heard Bills and Chiefs. Browns quarterback Chun Watson said today that he would love to have his former teammate join him in Cleveland. That's kind of out of my range of things to do, Watson said. All I can do is make a call and see what happens. There's been talk also there locally in Cleveland that they're trying to move some things around to make a play on DeAndre Hopkins. They believe he could be the missing piece to get Cleveland back to the playoffs. Well, back does Hopkins make sense in the Browns uniform? So you guys, like, you know this. I don't know if everybody else knows this because now we're on Fox Sports Radio. My theory on Deshaun Watson is I don't think that he's as much of a creep as he is an idiot. Like, I think he's one of those guys who watched a couple movies about what, what happens in massage parlors and was like, oh, that's what they're for. It just was... No one corrected him to the point where he understood it. Like, and I'm not like, like take that for what it is. My question is, with the three options that we presented, Bills, Chiefs, and now Browns, what is your motivation if you're DeAndre Hopkins? If your motivation is to win a Super Bowl, I feel like all three of those teams have the talent to get you there. If your motivation is a lot of money, I feel like all three of those teams probably have some kind of issue getting you a lot of money. So now is it... Do you want to be the number one receiver? Well, then you you probably have to go to Kansas City or Cleveland because Jake is going to be number one in Buffalo. Do you want to work with Deshaun Watson again? Do you like Do you like Watson? Or when Allen went down, did you lose Watson's number? Like, there's a lot of motivation to it. I think all three of those teams will probably be offered about the same amount of money. All three of those teams could win. Do you want I, I, your best chance is Buffalo? Buffalo keeps seeming like the best option. He would be the number two behind Diggs. In Cleveland, he would be the number one. And for wide receivers, all of them, they think they're the best. And DeAndre Hopkins is 
been on, uh, I can't call it Hard Knocks, whatever the version of, of that card. No, it was Hard Knocks. Yeah. Because the Cardinals had the Amazon series first, yeah. and then they had Hard Knocks. The mid-season, season, right. mid-season Hard Knocks. So yeah. it's a little confusing there. Uh, Hopkins in Cleveland would be the number one. He'd get more touches, more yards, and everything else. But it goes back. You, got, you already have chemistry with the quarterback. Yeah, you've got something when it comes to routes and audibles and all that stuff. But do you think to win... Cleveland is closer than Buffalo with your acquisition to that team. I don't think so. Could Cleveland be a playoff team with DeAndre Hopkins? Sure. If they got the right draw in the playoffs, let's say they get Baltimore in the wild card round. Could they clip Baltimore in a third matchup? Maybe. But roster on roster, Kansas City's got a better roster. Buffalo's got a better roster. That more than likely gets you to a Super Bowl. That's what you're chasing after. Now, if it's a $5 million difference or $6 million or... Cleveland wants to give you all guaranteed money again. Maybe that's the play by Hopkins. Oh, hey, remember when Cleveland gave Watson this fully guaranteed deal? I like the sound of all of that. <laughs> and by the way, if you are Hopkins' agent, and I know that's another person. Have you heard the story about Hopkins' agent? That, oh, that's not really an agent? <laughs> yes. I mean, this is great. The people aren't taking, teams are not taking calls from DeAndre Hopkins because it could be this non-NFL sanctioned agent that by speaking to him, you're in violation of the rules. Yes. Pretending to be him. A fake email right. address, which is great. 2023. It's great. I love it. But it's again, it's a non-sanctioned dude who's out there trying to work a deal for him, and you can't. He can't. Like any deal he works is void because he's not sanctioned by the NFL. You have to be sanctioned to be a part of it. I believe it takes about a year, like a 12-month span, to get sanctioned. That may have changed post-COVID. We've talked to some agents before, especially during Media Row and Radio Row, that that's a process to go through. They may have sped it up post-Lamar Jackson, too, because Lamar Jackson right. did have an agent, and they're like, all right, you know what, maybe we got to figure out exactly how we're handling this whole thing. So something tells me once you violate that process, it's a lot harder to get through that process. Story number three here involves a move in the Golden State Warriors. Golden State's Bob Myers, a two-time executive of the year, is moving away from the franchise for titles with the Warriors. Myers said, quote, it's just time. Contract is expiring at the end of next month. Twelve years, not even in his 50s yet. Doesn't know what he's going to do next. Levesque, this is one of the main figures when we look back to the Warrior dynasty of who created this roster. And this is not a stretch when I say this. Revolutionized the way we view NBA basketball being played. One of the great minds in basketball stepped aside. What do you make of this, and especially the timing of it, before the NBA Finals? I think it's brilliant to get out of there. Run for it. Well, because everything you just said is great. What is everybody going to expect from him here on out? Uh, you, you just go find us another Steph Curry. Come on, you found him once. You can find another guy who can do what Steph Curry can do. Go ahead. Go find another Clay Thompson or two. You, you go, go get us. Get everybody. You'll be fine. Just go, you can do that. Where are you going to find another Steph Curry? We're going to find another dude who, like, was a mid-major. You know, you love to tell the story of what's-his-face there. Jimmy Patzel yeah. triple-teamed him in college. Well, qu- Quadruple-teamed him, right, wasn't it? <laughs> and, like, where are you going to find that guy? Where, where is that guy? Who's that under, slightly underdeveloped size-wise shooting guard slash point guard who, who can hit from the parking garage that nobody else has figured out is in there? So the roster, Curry, Thompson, Green, Wiggins, Poole five really good players so with all those players and what they should be worth to the league and you know the NBA salary kept very bizarre with the luxury tax but if you've got an owner who's willing to pay over the luxury tax think of it like a fine that's why they've been able to keep a lot of these guys well here's the problem Uh, a lot of those guys are getting older and better so 
some numbers are being tossed around that in the upcoming 2023-2024 season, the Warriors, if the roster remains as is, could be on the hook for $500 million in a luxury tax. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm yeah. not paying that. I don't even want right. to be involved in well, figuring out how we're going to do that. To, you probably have to gut the roster to get under that. Like, you have to start over. Yeah, go somewhere else. Or, uh, actually, never do it again. Go on TV. Tell everybody how brilliant you are and tell everybody else how they're screwing up. There you go. Cash out, man. Yeah. You won the championships. You can't go any further than it is. You see the end of the road. Golden State had an opportunity this season. They were pushing towards the Western Conference Finals. If they flipped Los Angeles, maybe they would have been a better matchup with Denver just because of Okic down low. You might have been able to outshoot a team. And that way in which you view the Warriors is how they were able to win. The greatest shooters of all time, the three ball more than the two ball. You're able to win. This is how pro sports work. The dynasties eventually end. Right, you ruin basketball for anybody who likes paint play. Good for you. Chop it up here. Story number two and number one. We start with the Major League Baseball slate of games. For tonight, games of note include the Boston Red Sox. Following us, coverage gets underway at 6-10. 7-10 first pitch as the Red Sox host the Cincinnati Reds. And the New York Mets and the Philadelphia Phillies. We'll see if the Phillies are fired up for this series as you and I said earlier in the show how close these teams are going back and forth of maybe the more disappointing teams early on in the season some games of note tonight also Kansas City takes on St. Louis Zach Grinke I wonder if he's going to get closer and closer to being a Hall of Fame pitcher but those are some games to note LeVac we mentioned the Mets and Phillies earlier in the show for those who may have missed it this feels like who can be the third best team in the National League whoever plays better in this series it's hard, it's hard for me to say that, but uh, all right, we'll go with that. Um, I don't know. You know me, man. I'm waiting to see if Nestor Cortez can go out there and get it done for the Yankees against the Mariners. That's story number one. Look at that. The oh. Yankees taking on the Seattle Mariners tonight. 9.40 first pitch out in the Pacific Northwest. You said something about Nestor Cortez? Yeah, I want to see if him and his creepy mustache can, can pitch an entire appearance without blowing up. You know, it, it, it's the thing. Last year, he came out of nowhere. He was an absolute godsend rock star to that starting rotation. He's got a lot of fans over what he did, and rightfully so. Well, now it's your time to go ahead and do it again. And, you know, not to be greedy, we need you right now. There just isn't enough starting uh, talent on the Yankees rotation as it is with Rodon being hurt and everything else going on under the sun. So go out there, give me six and two-thirds of two-run baseball, and I will be thrilled and ecstatic with Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez's rise up the pitching category for the New York Yankees. Who would have thought that now Nesta Cortez would be the arm? Garrett Cole's the arm. Okay, like somewhere after Garrett Cole, like how important could Nesta Cortez be? It felt like just a few seasons ago that Nesta Cortez was like, oh, that's cool. He's out there throwing. All right, what's he, like the fifth, sixth guy? Right. He's fine. Yeah, like, give us four and two-thirds. Yeah. Give, us, give us five innings. We'll be happy. The, the Yankees will trade for a few pitchers. They'll be fine. You know, get out there, do your thing. Here we are. Nestor Cortez being one of the big reasons why we need you. Nasty Nestor. Let's go. Come on. You know, we mentioned a lot of teams that have been struggling in 2023, maybe below expectations. Seattle's in that mix, too. Seattle finally broke their playoff drought. We would have talked about the Mariners and some fans out in the Pacific Northwest were talking about them in the same way they talked about the Buffalo Bills of can't get to the playoffs, can't break through. The Kings were in this discussion, too, before this past playoff season. Seattle, not where they want to be as a franchise either, especially compared to 2022, where it's like, not only can we get to the playoffs, you know, if we get the right matchup in the American League, we are young enough where we can push towards the World Series. So 
so far, Seattle not where they want to be. Well, Miller goes out there last night as a starting pitcher. He's having amazing success so far this year. What an ERA just over one. Now it's an ERA over three because he got shelled. He have eight earned runs in, in, what, was it four or five innings? So, like, yeah, this is – like, if you're the Mariners, uh, Kalanick is starting to look like he you thought he would when you stole him from a Mets. But all in all, you got, you want to go up against the Powers. And if you can go out and beat some of the Powers, like the Yankees, that changes the narrative for you. And, and you even a slower start doesn't matter as much because now you believe in yourself and you go out and get it done. I'm hoping that they don't believe in themselves after the, after the next two nights. Hoping that they feel like they have to go back to the drawing board because I need the Yankees to start winning a bunch of games. Personally. And you're home for uh, Red, Red Sucks Baseball. <laughs> They're taking on the Reds. How about yeah. that one? Like, how about, like, is that to see who's the worst team, the Reds versus the Red Sox? Like, is that is that the, whose city is more disappointed in Boston or Cincinnati? It makes me sad that because of how this show has ended up at 3-5, to five, there was talks that potentially our show could be the lead-in to our Red oh. Sox coverage at 7-10, so we would have had a little pregame show, about a 10-minute window. This would have been one of the nights that, if you remember the former LeVac Gosh, LeVac might have given certain players nicknames like Evil Longoria, Evan Longoria. Tonight what was a nickname. I was just amazed that she was such a great actress and was playing third. The Reds pitcher tonight's named Ben Lively. I could have talked oh. about Blake Lively and what she does. Ben Lively. Would have been that How tonight. dare you assume yeah. whether or not Blake Lively can pitch? How dare you? I, it's my favorite couple. That's my favorite Hollywood couple. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, oh my God, they're they're hysterical. Two very good-looking people. Oh, I mean, very good and, I, and I think that's that's it's so unfair. What is? They shouldn't be that good-looking and charismatic and talented and funny. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not fair Smart. to the rest of us. We've had to work to be to be these other things. Like, sure, I was born good-looking, but you know, mm-hmm. I've had some, I've had some some issues. You know, our promo team was just pointed at us while we were complimenting ourselves, and I said, "Look, they, they were like that. They're talking about Levac and Gaz, talented, not, smart, no, funny." No. One of them's over there shopping for her own 21st birthday. The other one has 16 phones like tied together by a wire. <laughs> oh, it's a charger. Sorry. <laughs> charger. Okay. Like, sorry. She, like, just bring a laptop for Pete's sake. I mean, what are you doing? <laughs> like, they, they're not doing it. They're literally. I think at one point they looked over judgingly, and just went. Oh, and then went back to doing what they were doing. All they do is talk. Oh my God! They just it's all sit there. Why? Why? Back to the Blake Lively. Be entertaining. Stuff. What are you doing? Um, you see that? Uh, what's his, the um, Charlie Day? Yeah. Did you see he got in trouble at the at the Wrexham game? No. So you're not allowed to drink in front of the owners' boxes and stuff. You're not allowed to have beer. You got to be in like back in. Oh. So you're out in the seat. So, so like he doesn't know that because he knows like pro football, not not out you know soccer. So I guess it was like a big deal. They caught a picture of him and like sent it to. Uh, what? There he is. Awesome. In the house. Hey. Man, we must be important now. The big people are coming over <laughs> saying hi. Um, like, like started sending pictures and all that to uh, to what's his face there, the other owner, not Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Rob McElhaney. Yeah, that's that's him, not Deadpool. And uh, it's just like, hey, your boys can get you in trouble. You're gonna get fined. Can you imagine <laughs> that? You imagine like going to a pro sporting event and not be able to have a beer? I'd be like, why are we here again? What? And how come we don't have, like, like non-transparent cups? It's it's not a club rule. It's a country, like, etiquette rule. I didn't know this. Is that what it is? I don't even, I don't know what the rule is. I just know it's there. I heard him talking about it. See, what I'm trying to base that rule off of in my mind now quickly. Hooligans. It's my, it's my reference to that is, do they drink outside the box in Ted Lasso? I drink outside drink, the box. Are they drinking in the box in Ted Lasso? That's got to be based on. Real etiquette on the Ted Lasso What's show. What's the worst outside the box drinking trend? For me, it's the shoey. 
I don't know why, out of a shoe. Why is that? Why was that ever a thing? And yeah, why is it still a thing? Right. And why would you like, like, and what, what part of like the guy who made it famous to me is the um the the fighter, the mixed martial artist there, the oh, large Samoan. Tua. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, where he does, he takes other people's shoes, pours a beer, so they hand him a beer and a shoe. I don't know you. I don't know what's in this beer, and I sure as hell don't know what's growing in that shoe. He pours it in, and drinks it after fight, and now now women are doing it. Women are generally smarter than us, and they're drinking shoey. Shoey, worst outside the box drinking. So where Charlie Day is like, oh, man, this could have been a lot worse. I thought you people were going to accept me, you hooligans, and now I can't even drink to that. Yeah, the shoey is a pretty bad one. Shoey's the worst thing. I was going to say four loco. That's pretty bad, too. That's pretty bad. I think that grows in shoes. Yeah, the change, though. It's the weak four loco now. (laughs) Not the good stuff. Should we tell that four loco story from, from Houston? Yeah, I think we could do it. Yeah. Well, it's weird now because now we're on the we're on the one that I insulted. That's okay. We could meet up with them at some point. Now they could be on our team. Maybe I have to convince them at Media Row or Radio Row this like, year. I was like Wednesday or whatever, and we're headed back from something, and we stop at this little like convenience store, and Gaz grabs four locos, and this other like rival radio station starts like mocking Gaz, and I just thought, I listen, I could pick on Gaz all day long. God help you if you do it. I literally yelled at him in the middle of this, like, packed little convenience store. Like, you're not even on a real network. Get out of here, you losers. How dare you even try to judge my And they're, like, they scurried off like cockroaches with lights on. It was great. But it's just, it always made me, it always, whenever I think of Four Locos, I think of you all, like, they got Four Locos. <laughs> like, people trying to judge you. And uh, I was, like, mad because I didn't get to judge you for it. Uh, we are live here at Mohawk. That network was Fox, by the way. Yeah. But it was different then. It wasn't as cool as it is now. It wasn't. No, no. It was, like, now it's growing. It was a, it was yeah. a lesser Fox. It wasn't, it wasn't like Colin Cowherd was in there giving you a hard time. No. I would have I would have sided with Colin, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> Skip Bayless, I'm on your side all day long, but Colin, that's he's kind of cool. Um, we're live here at Mohawk Honda. And my understanding is, if you come and get a deal done in the next two days, they're gonna throw an extra 500 towards the deal. 500 bucks. 500 bucks. Trying, they got goals, man. They gotta hit these goals. They got over 250 vehicles on the lot, ready to go, both pre-owned and brand new. And they're, 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 they're moving them for you. They're going to get some things done. So, so get in here and get that done. Don't sleep on these deals. Oh, I see what you did there. Integrated Sleep defense. Center, Boston Spinal, them. Look at that. 518-885-6185. You're learning. I like it. Uh, of course, um, those are my people. Dr. Fred Dreer and the team at the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. Ever since we've been back on, which is about a month now, believe it or not, uh, they keep telling me that more and more people are calling again. So I do, I do appreciate the fact that people realize that if there's something I know about, it's snoring <laughs> and sleep apnea. <laughs> like this is what I, this is my wheelhouse where uh, the snoring and sleep apnea was ruining me. It was disgusting. It was awful. I was getting no real sleep. I was never in REM sleep. I stopped breathing. It was terrible. I didn't want to get the mask. I definitely didn't want surgery. So I just kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Then I meet Dr. Ear, Lorianne, and the team over at Integrative Sleep Center. 518 They're like, we don't need to do any of those things. We're going to do some scans. Like you're going to do an at-home sleep study. Then... They figured out, yep, severe sleep apnea, custom-made mouthpiece, keeps my airway open, sleeping like a dream. It's great. You can, too. 518-885-6185, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. It's Savannah Guthrie and Hoda Kotb. We have an incredible week on the Today Show. Robert De Niro, Jessica Chastain, and Sydney Sweeney will be stopping by. And Big Time Rush performs live on our plaza. Join us every morning on NBC. Because every day needs today. The world is always on. The 
but you shouldn't be. Put Joe Sleep to bed. During Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale, save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic. Shop now at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. What's worse than calling your groin your junk? Treating it like junk. Respect your pubic region with Gillette Intimate. Gentle and easy pubic hair care from America's number one trusted men's grooming brand. Gillette, the best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. I used Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. It's Levac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live here at Mohawk Honda, Levac and Gaz live. We're here till 5 o'clock. It's from Levac and Gaz, uh, Fox Sports 980, 95.9 stickers if you want. You can stop by, grab a few. Um, they're small. Take two, you know? It'll be good for you. Ooh, I love that remix. Uh-oh. Yeah, you like that, that means no? That means that Gaz is making notes himself to fix it, but it hasn't yet. I just text myself that, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do it. I know you don't want to do this. And here's the thing. I'm like so tired. We so here tired on Fox Sports 95.9, 980, if you're driving around I the Capitol app. Region, iHeart app, 1031-HD2. I know a lot of people have complimented the signal sound. I don't have HD radio. Some of you don't have HD radio. I found that out today. I went and looked because of this, and it's a big story. I guess it was a big deal. Like, in 21... Um, Chevy was making the transfer over to the HD radio as well. But during COVID and all these other things, there was a shortage of the chip needed. So Chevy basically looked at the people selling the chip and was like, well, bleep you, we're not going to spend money on that. So we're not going to have them in our trucks for a while. Well, maybe some people here at Mohawk Honda may have Honda them. has them. There you go. Honda has them. So if you get a Honda, you'll have it. Um, if you don't, then you'll have to listen to us on 980 AM, 95.9 FM, or the iHeart app, which uh, CarPlay works perfectly in my, in my truck. So. I bring that up because a lot of people on social media want answers about the Albany Empire. All right. And this is not I'm just... I'm so sick of talking about I know Empire. you are, but like even some of our friends, have you heard what's happening on our sister station, KISS 1023 today? No. It's happening on GY, likely later in the week. Our dear, dear friend, Colony Zone, South Colony Zone, your classmate at high school, yeah. D. Scott is making a play to be the Albany Empire's new head coach. Well, it's only one game. You know, we we now know you only get to coach one game before you're fired. So if he's free for a game, that works. D. Scott tweeted out, D. Scott Radio, this afternoon I officially kick off, oops, a pun, my campaign to become the head coach of the Albany Empire. I may even recruit the help of Gaz to help me. He leaves me out. Well, he was. Leon wrote in, D. Scott for head coach. See, that's the positive. See, yeah. are, I set you I up. Like you know, the good things of the Albany Empire. Fans are engaging with the team. You were sending me pictures about certain fans also campaigning to be the head coach. Those are the good things of the Albany Empire. And then we have the bad. Like, Pete wants hot dogs to be thrown back into the stands during Empire games. Oh, so, you know, that's nice. That was something that I didn't do. 
I didn't do the hot dogs. I, I didn't just, there's <laughs> something about throwing food in the stands that weirds me out. I'll, I'll admit it. It was I, it was an executive decision. As a, as the former team president of the Albany Empire, I didn't want to throw hot dogs in the stands. We also got some messages on the iHeart Talkback app. Again, a reminder: please do not swear on the iHeart app. Why? Then I can't play it on the air. You can't edit it. Yeah, but I just didn't feel like it. What if it's good, though? Like, if it's good and they swear. It also wasn't good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, definitely. Work. Work. Please be good in the iHeart Talkback app. Yeah. I was, we'll figure the rest out. I was trying to compliment the people who were leaving the messages, and they were awful, but now they've been exposed. Okay. Uh, Matthew. <laughs> so, Corey has been leaving messages. Mike as well. Oh. I said it was good. I texted you. It was good. It wasn't good. Now, listening the second time. Uh, questions <laughs> about the Albany Empire. Uh, Matthew on Twitter wrote this, and this is not the only person who wrote this. Do you think the Empire finished the season? I do. I do think they finished the season. Um, there is there is a major uh, hurdle slash milestone for them coming up this week. That if they get past that, I don't think there's any way they back out. Um, the final part of workers' comp is due. So if that's the thing, then I think they're good. I also know that there's there is definitely um, a groundswell of some local businesses and some important people that have not soured on Antonio Brown. Um, so I think if those people continue to pull in and, and help with the process, whether it be financially or just helping get across the finish line, I think they will. I, I think he's committed to it. I really, as much as I, you, we all know I'm not a big fan of his, um, I do feel like he's committed to finishing this season. You mentioned the workers' comp thing, and for those who might be listening to us here at Mohawk Condo, don't know, Levac, the former president of the Albany Empire, two championship seasons, also the executive of the year in 2022. I'd be cheering. I'd be cheering, yes. I thought you did the, the finger on the throat thing. That's what I thought at first. Uh, I, looked, I looked over like, oh, here we go. Let's hear about the thing LeVac did right once or twice. Uh, um, are there other timelines that are coming up here this season? You mentioned workers' comp. Is there something else that maybe we, not knowing the ins and outs of running an NAL franchise, may also not know about? But like, okay, workers' comp's won, but you've got to get uh, payment done at this point, or you've got to re-up for 2024 at this point, or you've got like a, a stadium lease that has to get done. Is there a timeline in season that some of those things might be possible? That's a lot of the things you just said are, are, are real. They're all they're all things like the um, lease with the building is only through the end of this season. The lease with the NAL is only through the end of this season. Um, but those things don't really factor into this year. That can all be negotiated after the year for the most part. The, the thing that matters most, I would say, is the workers' comp payment and then the fact that you have three home games left this year. So you have, you're on the road, was it three, four, five times. Orlando's not a super expensive trip. It's kind of easy because of the, you know, the Southwest hub and the way the airlines work. But the San Antonio trip is expensive. The West Texas trip is expensive. Um, the Jacksonville trip, there's ways around it. Fayetteville is not too bad. But there's those, those two trips, the San Antonio trip and the West Texas trip. Those are expensive trips. So in a perfect world, you would hope that when Jacksonville is here on June 17th, you sell a bunch of tickets because that could pay for a lot of your travel moving forward. I'm a little confused, and you listening might be a little confused, too, about something LeVac just said there. Some would wonder, aren't those expenses budgeted out before the season, or do things change during the season that may change that expense? Both. Okay. I mean, you, you definitely try to... You try to have it all set up before the year starts, but to be perfectly honest with you, it's, we've never been in that position. There's a lot of chasing. Um, you, the two major forms of income for 
the Albany Empire are sponsorships and ticket sales. So once your sponsorship money's in from the beginning of the year, that's pretty much set. You're not going to get more. You might get a couple bucks here and there. You might get like a game sponsor. But if you, you know, whatever you sell in the beginning of the year, whatever that pays for is paid for, and that's done. That you're not, you're not going back to, you know, uh, Mohawk Chevrolet is the ball sponsor. And the first, you can't go back to Mohawk Chevrolet halfway through the year and go, so about those footballs that you helped us pay for, we could use a few more. Got any more money? Like, like you just, the deal's the deal for the season. Uh, so your, your finances from there on out either are a loss that you have to put in from your, from funding somewhere else or ticket sales. When you're listening to us right now, uh, the Empire don't have a head coach, and that's obviously a huge factor for X's and O's and a game plan and roster building and all those things that come together. But when you actually have a travel, like, hey, here's who's staying in whose room, here's who's sitting with who, how much does the head coach play a factor in actually getting the team on the bus, playing everything to figure out what's going on? Because somebody's got to be a point man, unless that's the team president. I want to say GM, but I don't even know where we're at at that point. It seems like yeah. Antonio Brown's camp is the one making those calls, unless it's Antonio Brown directly. Like, there has to be point people of, you have job X, Y, and Z, you have job A, B, and C. It yeah. seems like I don't know, maybe the Empire don't either, of who's handling some of these road trip responsibilities. Oh, and that's, uh, you know, historically that was myself and Matt was. You know, was the, I was team president before Matt was last, the team president going into this season, and Matt's doing a great job organizing and getting these things set up. The trip to Carolina was a bus trip. That's relatively easy. The host team puts you up in a hotel either one or two nights as part of the deal, um, depending on whether you bus or you fly. They did the Jacksonville trip. The first, so, so here's the deal. That Jacksonville trip, somebody had to book the flights. Somebody had to work with the Jacksonville team for the hotel, for meals, all those things. Somebody did that. So the fact that they got that done, there is somebody there doing it. I have no idea who it is because that's the kind of stuff that I had – anticipated working with somebody in a transition period over the course of the season to help them get ready to do this. But when they, when, you know, trying to be nice, trying to stay positive. When, when they decided it was time for us to not be there anymore and we decided, you know what, you're right. And we walked out um, after they showed us the door, there's, they're figuring this out on their own. It's not easy. You, you, I learned a lot in 21. I learned a lot more in 22. So I would probably would have learned even more this year, to be honest with you. But, yeah, somebody's booking that trip. Somebody's, somebody's coordinating with the hotel for names for rooms. Um, if, if this is, and mind you, you're flying to Orlando. You're not busing to Orlando. So you have to get, you have to get all the airfare in the right names. Everything has to be spelled right. Everything is, or, or you're stuck in customs. You're doing TSA's kicking your ass. Like, there's all these, uh, not really customs, more of an international thing, but, like, it's not easy. It's, you're, you're hurting cats, man. There's 21 pro players, coaches, and everything else. You're going to travel part of 30 people. Let's go back a little bit because you did mention something. I saw my phone blow up with one of the things you said about uh, the lease for MVP Arena and other sports fans. The Valley Cats is going to be the connection here because well, I, was, I heard today that we should only be talking about Valley Cats. We shouldn't talk about Empire. Oh, I'm going to get to that. Thank you. <laughs> See, yeah, I like working with you, Lamech. You and I have the same range sometimes. Very good. Okay, so the Valley Cats had a three-year lease in the Frontier League, 2021, 2022, 2023. The Valley Cats, for full disclosure, they are a sponsor here on Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. You hear commercials. We, all good stuff for the Valley Cats. I'm sure you'll hear more coverage about them coming up. So when a lease ends in the Frontier League, it could be any variety of factors. Hey, you have X amount of attendance as a goal, but maybe we can change it because X, Y, and Z. Like, this stuff happens in pro sports where you might bring something to the table 
finances, uh, a, a city that we believe has potential. Things can change as you go along in professional sports, whatever it might be. I go back to the NAL thing about MVP Arena. Was it a three-year lease? Mm-hmm. Was it a year-by-year? Year? Three years. There's, okay, there's reports that Bob Belber was furious about the Antonio Brown thing and how much of a factor he has in deciding these deals at MVP Arena. If Antonio Brown continues to do this, right, like, hey, I'm going to play this week. Ah, no, I'm not. I'm going to play this week. No, I'm not. How much, if at all, does that play a factor into the potential MVP Arena usage? Maybe you can't answer that because... You know, that's um, something that you're not day-to-day well, involved no, with anymore. I've, I've worked with Bob Elber a lot. Um, and as long as you're doing the right thing for the people who go to the MVP arena, the community, and all those things, he's going to work with you. He's going to help you when he can. So I know that during the transition of us to whatever leadership team is there now, he helped them a lot. He did. So I don't know, I don't know where he's been. Fear. I haven't talked to him about the way things went down last Saturday and those things, I would imagine he's pretty ticked off. And if he's not, then there's something he's been made aware of that will make it right in his eyes. Because this, I mean, literally, the amount of people who probably bought tickets simply to watch a former seven-time Pro Bowl NFL wide receiver play doubled, let's say doubled, just out of just making up numbers, just doubled. All those people were let down and are going to complain and are going to want money back and I want this. And the first thing they're going to do is reach out to the arena for two reasons. One, that's the, the obvious numbers. And two, my understanding is there's anybody posted up in the Empire office. Um, it would be, the, I mean, it would be the equivalent of like what like Zach Bryan just came through and had an amazing show. It would be the equivalent of, of like the, the Zach Bryan coming through and and you just, it's just Zach Bryan's band. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I, I'm sure they're great. I really would love to see Zach Bryan's band play someday, but. I paid for tickets to see Zach Bryan. People paid for tickets to see Antonio Brown play, and he didn't play. So they have every right to be upset, and then Belber would have every right to be upset. The lease will come down to the, to the negotiated how they do it, and, and um, I know that there were talks of, a, of an extension even before we were out. I, just, I would have no idea where it is now. Though. Yep. And, and that lease is not contingent on the NAL. Oh, okay. They're separate leases. So the lease for the MVP arena, would you would have to show them what league you were going into, but you don't necessarily have to go back to the NAL. You could go to the IFL. You could go um, – there's other leagues out there. Maybe the AFL does come back. Now that I'm not affiliated, I can talk about the AFL openly. Um, the AFL has said it's coming back. If I'm them, I'm sniffing around whoever is going to be at the MVP arena because it, it's historically been a, a gigantic windfall for them. But, yeah, no, you could, you could join whatever league you want and then do the lease with the arena. That last part there about the AFL, there's a lot that could happen there because of ownership, what it is now, to – the current ownership want to flip to the AFL? Do they want to risk that? Do they need to do that? Do the NAL uh, 2024 season? Who's going to? There's so much more that can go into that, but I'm glad you hit the most important part of. Here's what we're telling our consumers, Capital Region sports fans, people that are coming to our venue. Here's what they expect to have, and when it's not delivered what they expect, it hurts our building, our reputation, what people expect because it can cross over to shows. WWE was there yesterday, things like yep. that. Uh, let's talk about the Valley Cats for a second. Because I love the value. I do, too. I just can't stand people who tell me that I'm not allowed to talk about what I want to talk about. Where did this come <laughs> from? Because, Levesque, I had this written down on my phone today, and I was going to fire off a text to you. I'm like, backspace. Not, not on a Tuesday. We got other stuff going on. But it was, I don't want to call the people out on Facebook, because they didn't tag us directly. They were just firing off opinions. But I heard somebody on a rival morning show say something that's not even in the sports world. I have no rival. I, 
I heard somebody who used to work for MVP Arena, formerly called the Times Union, fire off that take. Yeah. Uh, I think D. Scott did it too. D. Sorry, well, D. D. Scott, but D. Scott's a baseball guy. Yeah, he's a baseball guy, right? And we already made him which, love about I, the I wasn't going to say because I know he's trying to be the new head coach right. of the Empire, which is a football <laughs> team. But he's a baseball He's a baseball junkie. He yeah. loves baseball. I, I think the frustration now, and the Valley Cats are catching strays for this for whatever reason. It's like, hey, can we just talk about something positive in sports yeah. in Albany? Like, that's why people are dragging the Valley Cats into that. Like, we're so sick and tired of talking about Antonio Brown. And I say that we as Levac and I sometimes mm-hmm. don't want to do this because we want to talk about positive sports things happening in the 518. And every single day people hit you and I up with, like, this is an embarrassment, this is disgusting, it's mm-hmm. a disgrace. They tell us directly. We're like, we know. Like, we see it. Our phones are blown Ooh. up every single day with stuff we can't share in there. So the Valley Cats, look, I always say this, reflecting interest, not generating interest. Everything is telling us that the most attention's on Antonio Brown right now. And unfortunately for the Valley Cats, like, some people don't know anybody's name on the roster right now. That's just what it is at this point. Listen, Valley Cats, the, the handwriting's on the wall. You're too perfectly run. It, you know, stop being so well run. Screw up a little bit. Do some stupid stuff. Do a video <laughs> of your team owner tr- chugging beers and throwing up with co <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? If you, want to, if you want us to talk about you more, get in it a little bit, you know? Listen, as somebody who was part of bring, you know, opening the door to the vampire that is Antonio Brown, I, you know, listen, it worked. We wanted attention and we got it. We're just not there to deal with it anymore. That's, I, you know, here's the deal. I'll, I'll join the Valley Cats front office right now. I'll start doing stupid stuff. <laughs> I, I got no problem. Hey, hang on. I don't you want, you want attention? I'll get you attention. I'm ready. Our <laughs> engineer was yeah. here earlier, and he was like, oh, man, I can't believe it. He goes, but hey, it's working. Get attention. I go, yeah, it's not good attention. Because you know what's worse than bad attention? I go, before I can say, he goes, no attention. Listen, I get you. you, you un- unclean your act. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit. Let's do a little drinking party. Let's get after it. Kumar Rocker signs last year. Brings a lot of fans in. A top three pick, right? The second right. or third overall pick by the Rangers. I'll tell you right now, Tommy I can drink Kumar Rocker. That's not. Listen, do you want, do you want attention? I'm here to help. About Dave, did you get your car inspected, Dave? You told me you were gonna mm-hmm. to use Mohawk Honda's wonderful service. We saw our guy John earlier. I don't know if Dave was an inspection. Who's Dave? The engineer you're talking. Oh, about. yeah, no. I'm... What were you calling him, Dan? No, Derek. I, I just didn't. Oh. I was on to another thing. My brain doesn't stay on one thing that long. You know. That. Yeah. So no disrespect to the Valley Cats. We're seeing the attention that the Valley Cats fans are saying, like, talk about us, talk about us, talk about positivity. We want to, but. Everything that's lighting up the Capital Region sports world right now in May, which is usually a slow time, has been nationally about Antonio Brown. A lot of the attention's on Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. It is what it is right now for the Albany Empire when we talk about why there's so much focus on them. Some of it's because it's never been done before. Some of it is because people gravitate towards negativity. And other parts of it is that when the voices get louder, it's because people want changes. And I think that's that third part right. that we always have to have perspective on, too, that we can hear. It's like... Can we fix this? Like, we know this is not the right way to do things. Can somebody get in there and make it the right way so we can go back and supporting the championship team again? Uh, you can't change something that the owner doesn't want to change. That's, that's all there is to it. And, again, it, it, big Valley Cat there. Love Valley. Not just the game. Like, I, I'm a baseball guy. You know that. Football is probably my number one, but baseball is like 1A. I would go see a Valley Cats game not knowing any players because they put on an amazing product, the food. The drinks, the fireworks, the bounce houses for the kids, the the the, the mask. I think they have more mascots than players. You know what I mean? Maybe that's what has to happen. Southpaw needs to go out and get a little trouble. Southpaw gets in a bar fight with Antonio Brown. 
Internet explodes. Valleycasts are everywhere. But, like, it's a great, great time. It's a great time. The the news is right now. It, what's the old saying? If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. Empire's bleeding. It is bleeding. Empire fans are bleeding. Speaking about the Valley Cats, I'm considering making that the first sporting event for my three-year-old to go to. Like, That's I a great thinking, idea. Right? Like, I keep thinking about, like, why, why not the Valley Cats? Why wouldn't it be that type of game? Because it's family. He can do stuff if he's not locked oh, into the baseball you game. You should throw out the first pitch again so he can be embarrassed about you right away. That was a strike. That was not a strike. Somewhere Jesse McWilliam. You that thing like a stone across a lake. You find that, Jesse McWilliam. It was better than your first pitch at the Pete Rose show. <laughs> which you just spiked it directly into the ground with your goofy finger. <laughs> but that was not a, that was just, that that thing bounced like three feet in front of the plate. Literally, the the line that was given us by the catcher when I asked him if it was a strike was somebody might have swung at it. That's not like that doesn't make it a strike of a pitch. That was terrible. It was bad. Oh, I, I should have warmed it was, up right for a Pete Rose too. How did wait a minute? Oh, yeah. the show. I was thinking, how did you not practice for the Valley Cats one? Oh, that's one of my favorite stories. I practiced for the Valley Cats one. That was practice. Oh no no no. I took our old intern out there who didn't have a glove and I had a baseball and was firing. Wait, so you threw that day? Oh, I we knew for up. like a month and a half yeah. that we were going to do that. But can you imagine being our poor intern and standing out there, just me, just firing baseballs at him with no glove again? As long as again. you were aiming at him, he was safe. He now writes for Sports Illustrated, so think about oh, that, that was, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. So if you want to be a successful sports writer, you have to intern for Levac and Gaz and let Gaz pelt you with horribly thrown. Baseball pitches. As he just stand in front strike. of him. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Just not right in front of him. You just spike it directly into the ground. He that turned was, out fine. <laughs> he turned out fine. Kevin's fine. He healed. Okay. Yeah, he recovered. Fine. It was okay. That was, dude. So bad. What the Valley Cats pitch? Yeah. You can find it on Twitter right now. It's, you, it's Jesse Mac William. I tag him. Find him. It was stop in CGI. The fact that's a strike. You, like you knew that it was a redemption pitch, and you put like one day of practice into doing it. Like, come on. That's look, on you. I look like Freddy Garcia. Do you remember Freddy Garcia? Like Freddy Krueger. Had the high release right down Broadway, baby. I want a re- you know what? I want a redemption for the Pete Rose pitch now that I mentioned that. You just, that's what that was supposed to be? It was. I want it in front of Pete Rose, though. Now sports betting's legal in New York. You know Pete's got a better, too. He's probably got an under tonight. We got the Mohawk Chevrolet play of the day coming up. You know Pete Rose wants to come back to New York. I'm ready to redeem myself. Him and his weird assistant that was in that jersey named <laughs> J.P., what was up with that guy? I didn't even meet him. Yes, yes, he sat down with the full, full baseball talking, uniform. I'm talking on. to Pete Rose. Uh, first of all, you know that that was the weirdest interview of, of of my career because I didn't think I was gonna like Pete Rose. I didn't think he was gonna show up at one point. Then not only did he show up, he hung out for like over an hour, <laughs> and and he called and he called us. Um, we'll, we'll say wienerheads more than once. Um. <laughs> I have very, very few regrets in my career. Very few regrets. Really? One of those. And I, I'm sitting right next to me. I'm very, God. very upset we don't have that full interview. We have to somewhere, we right? Don't. Oh, we don't? I don't want to blame engineers, but we used to have a different system of how we'd grab audio. We didn't have engineers back then. I was the engineer. Whatever it is, I can't find that audio, and I'm very oh. – I could have sworn it was on, like, a, a website or something of the full hour of Pete Rose. Oh, my God. I'm very upset that I don't have that interview. He, he, told, he told more wee-wee stories on public radio than I think anyone ever has. Like, the, what, the DiMaggio wee-wee story, he called us wee-wee heads. This is public. This is okay. Yeah, right? yeah, it's all okay. good. Yeah, the, then, the, the, the uh, Mickey Mantle story, right? Was there Joe DiMaggio, one of those I think two? I DiMaggio. And then he also, um, 
like everybody loved it because it was there was the he he's like oh, yeah, I'll do some sweepers for you, and he's like yeah the back guys two of the best, and then like he pauses and then like he called us I don't know what he called us a bunch of like heads yeah yeah he's something else too like he told us to yeah. off like yeah. twenty times but he was all in like love like he was the coolest guy I was like dude I, I literally asked him I was like dude why did you you know why did you lie about gambling he goes. A million dollars. I had a chance to keep a million dollars. I decided, would you lie to keep a million dollars? I was like, I'll lie to you. I'll lie to my mom. Like, what? Let's go. I know this is Sports Talk 101. I shouldn't take the bait right now, but I wonder a lot about Pete Rose when he sees the Jameson Williams suspension, the Calvin Ridley suspension. He's just like, come on, man. Like, a year, six games, lifetime. Right. Not say, that does not make him righter no. or less wrong. The problem was he's still, I, to this day, though, I don't think he's told him everything. Like, he needed to sit down with Vincent or whoever, somebody, I don't know, maybe, maybe now Manfred, Manfred hates baseball. Let's sit down with Manfred, tell him everything you did, just every single thing. Yeah, Jay walked in 93, like, whatever, just every, because I think the problem with him was every time you thought you hit the bottom of it, and you're like, all right, we're thinking about bringing Pete Rose back. So I was like, uh, I have a notebook that says he bet, uh, he was in a Deadpool and he bet for someone sort of da- Like, what? what? You Whoa, know, like, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, yeah it's, like, <laughs> it's always like something darker than the one before. So, like, he just needs to get it all out and, and whatever. They'll put him in posthumously. That's what they'll do. It sucks, but that's what they'll end up doing. Um, with that cheery note, <laughs> well, that guy's live from Mohawk Honda. Speaking of cheery, though, great deals, man. Beautiful vehicle, certified pre-owned. Everything you could possibly need right here at Mohawk Honda. Um, USX Pest Control. 9.30 tomorrow. Coming to the Zlonsky residence. Did you find out from the wife? Uh, yes. The man of the house? Make, make sure they're going to be there. 9.30 tomorrow. So bosses at wonderful iHeartMedia Albany will not be in because I'm going to be working with the people at US Pest tomorrow to make sure we know exactly what we're doing. I like we. Like, they don't know what they're doing. I need right. to make sure I'm taking notes. Like, yes, chipmunks dig very deep. Guys, we're not going to take care of the chipmunks, okay? That's a you thing. But everything else, you for you. I got traps around the house. I, I don't them. think they're I don't think they're chipmunk tracks, but I don't think there's like a doorman who's going to keep the chipmunks out. Whether it's ants, <laughs> whether it's <laughs> Lindsay Harris, I would. <laughs> U.S. expats can help you this summer. Don't forget, it was a weird winter, right? So maybe some things you hadn't seen before, four, five, six years, are going to come when you don't even realize it. Call U.S. expats. To find out how they can service your home to make sure you are safe and take care of all those pests for the summer, fall, winter, and more. Make sure your house is clean, man. A free inspection just by going right now to USXPest.com. Play of the day live from Mohawk Honda coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. The roar of the crowd. Thousands singing as one. Live music delivers happiness. This summer, Yellowtail and iHeartRadio are teaming up to create exciting moments with Happiness Live. Access to a lineup of amazing music events that bring the joy of live experiences to fans across the country. And live events pair perfectly with the refreshing taste of Yellowtail wine. Find out how you could win the chance to attend an incredible concert event by visiting a retailer near you or at iHeartRadio.com slash Yellowtailwine. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-587-5063. If you 
you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-587-5063 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-587-5063 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-587-5063. What's up? It's a Target Trend Alert. New swim has just arrived and it's sunny weather approved. If you're into bikinis or one pieces, high waists or cutouts, they're the perfect combo of trendy, flattering and affordable. Mm-hmm, that's right. And there are so many cool styles with gorgeous details. These suits have macrame, crochet, wood beads, pretty shells and more. Totally a luxe for less vibe. Yes, so dive in and shop this Target Trend without the spend. It's Levac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Live here at Mohawk Honda. Man, um, great selection of vehicles. You know, I, I still feel like you should just go ahead and, and get another pilot so you get to drive yours once in a while. I I'm not against it. I thought about that driving over today. I'm like, why can't I just be in the pilot? I know I have kids. I know I have a wife. I know I have responsibilities. Can I have some, like, say in this relationship? Is this what married like? Where basically she just tells me what to do, and yeah. then I think about making an argument and just get in the car and drive to work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't All make right. the argument, though. Yeah. Keep it in your head and then say it yeah. into a live microphone and hope your wife isn't listening. I got it. All She's right. not listening. She doesn't like this show. She told me she's too smart for us. Um, is, is, is your boy Dana White just a big, like, Brady Homer? Have you seen – He like it's almost like he's doing, like, the Aaron Rodgers thing where Aaron Rodgers is on the Pat McAfee show once a week. What he does it with, like, TMZ. So, like, TMZ Sports, like, I, I feel like it's one of those deals like, hey, we need seven stories today. We only have six. Uh, call White. Call Dana. Dana will come on. He'll say something. <laughs> Help us out, yeah. yeah he'll say, we don't know if it'll make any sense, but he'll say something. Um, everything he talks about lately is, is, is Tom Brady. So he's like, yeah, the, uh, I knew this deal would come through, and – but I was a little worried in the beginning because we were both really mad when uh, when when they didn't get Tom back, you know, when he went and played for the Buccaneers. But I'm glad that's over, and they were able to reconcile. And now he's with, and we're going to celebrate a lot. We're going to hang out a lot when when he comes to Vegas. And everything. are you? Like, do you, I kind of get the feeling that like Brady's like, yeah, no, you're the best. You're the best, Dana White. You're the best. I mean, front row, awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks. And then doesn't answer his phone for him until like the next UFC pay per view. Is that is that is in Vegas? Ooh, interesting. You have a different read on this than I do. I feel like Dana White, Robert Kraft, and Tom Brady are actually friends is a strong word, but I'm going to go with it here. Friendly, friendly. Okay, I don't okay. I don't, don't want to say uh, acquaintance because I feel like they're closer than that. But Dana White makes it sound like they're like boys. Like they just like, what are you doing there? You know, me and Tommy, we're going to hang out. You know, Brady's like who? Watch Ted Lasso. There's another Ted Lasso reference. <laughs> just watch the show, guys. They go, they go, they go to Brady. Like, how are you and uh, Dana White getting along? I don't know who, who she is. What? I don't. Never heard of her. What? Brady has created an art, a class, about weaving his way in and out of controversial people. Yeah, it's called winning, winning six Super Bowls. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, because 
remember, uh, Tom Brady was tight, we'll use that term, with President Trump. He was supporting him in his locker. All of a sudden, he kind of like weaved his way out of that. Dana White, politically, has had his views shared before, whether that be about uh, parties or COVID or whatever. Be like, oh, what did Dana say? I'm out. Woo! Like, Tom Brady's like dodging the criticism of everything else. So, yeah, I think Dana White, New England Connections, I believe he's the Vegas and then New England. There's some combination with New England and the Boston background of Dana White and Tom Brady. I do believe they are friendly, but I get your point. And also, what is Brady supposed to say back? Like when billionaires, which basically Dana White is at this point, mm-hmm. are saying how much of friends you are, I feel like I don't want to argue with them. Like, yeah, we're going to go to this amazing VIP spot. Everything's going to be paid for. I'd rather have billionaires and super rich people on my side than against them. Brady's like, whatever, cool. Well, like, saying, like, you never hear Brady talk. Like, Brady never name drops. Never. You never once heard him name drop. Not like Brady's like, well, I was out with uh, Jesus the other day, and it was wonderful. He walked on water. We had this nice uh, pool in spring. He turned into a fine Chianti. It was great. Like he talked comebacks. I said twenty-eight to three. Jesus, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for nothing, big fella. You know, just, I did that one on my own. Uh, what, where were you? Where were you with those Eli games? Am I right? <laughs> um, but like, like, Dana like you can't put a microphone in front of that dude without him talking about Brady. You can't. Dana's been on fire recently. The Brady yeah. stuff he's going crazy about. He's yelling about Pat McAfee. I, I know he likes to be the guest, like you mentioned yeah. that, but like he's upset about the whole cell, even though he's with ESPN with a deal with the UFC, but he's mad about it. I have Dana, such mixed chill, emotions man. about Dana White. Why? Because I want, I want to like him because I love the UFC. Um, but I also want to hate him because he's just so over the top. And there was some kind of amphetamine in his system last time he sat down with us at the Super Bowl. Yeah. There's no way that dude was, because he was sweating like a champ. He couldn't sit still, like, whatever. Uh, but then there's that really positive of, like, when he cussed out Donovan McNabb for you. Like, that That was, like, that's my guy now. Like, because McNabb blew us off, and I told Dana White, like, how excited you were to have him there. You're one of, his, one of the people he's looking forward to talk to. The other one blew him off, McNabb, and he, like, stood up and yelled to McNabb, like, why don't you blow my friend off? Like, it was... It was a really cool moment. So, like, I want to really like him. But the more he plays fanboy to Brady, the more I was just like, eh. So he plays fanboy, and also he's a liar. Like, Dana's really good at, like, oh, no, no, yeah. we'll never take Conor McGregor back. John <laughs> Jones is the worst. How much? A woman will never fight in the UFC. Ronda's what? She's what? what? Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? I was being sexist earlier, but now I believe in equality. He's just and billions of dollars. He's just so different than any other commissioner or president yeah. professionals. And he's been like that since he started, which makes him endearing because it feels like Dana White does this far different than anybody else. I always said this, and I know you and Mike Corda didn't like this comparison. I always liked comparing you two to Dana White because you were very open with the media, but also at times in the media, let's say, yeah, let's say the media was trying to overstep their boundaries. You guys had a Dana White way in which of handling that. Is that a Mike fair way to describe Mike doesn't that? like the media. No, no, that's right. He doesn't like doing it. I also hate the media, but I'm in it, so I have to like play nice with everybody. Um, I don't know. I don't know if Dana White. I'm, I can't swim in that pond. That's a little weird for me. Uh, you ready for the play of the day? Thanks to our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet. Yes, and I'm making another declaration here in the play right. of the day. I've noticed that this is my new thing, the play of the day. I like to declare things. At some point here this summer, mark this on the list of gosses at some point this summer list that's now piling up. I'm going to start playing fantasy stuff. Like, I'm going to do, like, a home run's a better play. 
Uh, a pitcher over-under is going to be a better play. I've focused a lot of my bets on over-unders and run lines, and more so money lines for baseball. But at some point, that is going to change. At some point, I'm going to bet on football probably during that season. Uh, I don't know why we qualify. <laughs> Give me your play. What do you got? I'm going to go with the Red Sox or Reds tonight. What do you got? I'm going to go with the over at nine and a half. The over at nine and a half. Red Sox, Reds, the high number marks have been good for me. I'm going to go back to the well again one more time. Over tonight, Red Sox, Reds, Ben Lively, a.k.a. Blake Lively, doesn't pitch well for the Reds. Yankees money line. I think we keep this thing rolling. Plus 118 with Nasty Nestor Cortez on the bump. I think Judgey keeps playing hot. I want to take the over, but that seven scares the heck out of me. You add up their ERAs, they're well over eight runs. It should be accounted for, but they got it at seven. It means you're begging them to take the over. You probably should take the under. I'm not going to do that because uh, I'm over gang. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, no, give me the Yankees uh, plus 118 tonight, 940 first to pitch. LeVac guys live from Maucon. I want to thank everybody here for being great to us. And, of course, I want to thank them all for being impressed by what I got from Mohawk Chevrolet, and that is my Black Widow Silverado. That's right. I did not think that I would ever own one. I've always wanted one. I thought I'd have to buy, like, a really old one and redo it. Sat down with Andy Gelcher, Katie, everybody over there. And, well, Jeff Harrodin reached out to me and said, good truck, which is saying something, because that guy's got amazing taste. Um, and they helped me work out. So I got through it all. We figured out the numbers. We got it done to something that made sense for me, found the right truck for me, and boom, I got myself a Black Widow. My, the moral of the story is don't just assume that you can't get your dream vehicle because at Mohawk Chevrolet and Mohawk Honda, you can. So they'll take care of you. They'll find the right vehicle for you. And now thanks to Car Bravo through Mohawk Chevrolet, they can get you any brand, any make, any model. You can shop for it. They can find it, and it'll be backed by our good friends at Mohawk Chevrolet right there off the exit 12 of the Northway. Find new roads with Car Bravo to Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. Tomorrow, guys, we're back in studio, 3 to 5, LeVac and guys. Uh, coming up next, Covino and Rich, I think, right here on Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 to 980. iHeartRadio Earth is here with a new way to enjoy our beautiful planet. Reduce your impact on the environment this fall by packing a waste-free lunch for school or work. Avoid foods with excessive packaging. Use reusable cutlery, napkins, cups, bags, and containers. And recycle or compost any waste when possible. Brought to you by iHeartRadio Earth and the National Environmental Education Foundation. To find more tips for smarter, sustainable living or to take action in your own community, go to iHeartRadio.com earth. Come shop Memorial Day deals now at Lowe's. Refresh your home for the summer for less. When you buy one, get one 50% off on select interior and exterior paints and exterior stains via Lowe's gift card rebate. And prep meals for the whole family on the new Blackstone 28-inch flat-top grill. Just $298 for a limited time only. Lowe's knows home improvement. Bow to 531. While supplies last. Selection varies by location. More terms or restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for details. Grab your shades, your flip-flops, and your free iHeartRadio app for the unofficial start of summer 2023. No matter where you go this summer, your favorite radio station, the music you love, and the best podcasts in the world will be along for the adventure. Download the free iHeartRadio app today.
Thanks for that, guys. Not only can you listen to us weekdays 3 to 5 right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980, but, guys, we're everywhere. Social media at WOFX980 on Twitter. Fox Sports 980 on Facebook. And if you download the iHeart app, you can listen anywhere. And plus, podcasts are available on Apple and Spotify. We're taking over the world. Or at least social media and the capital region. LeVac guys, weekdays 3 to 5, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980.